I'm going to tell you a few stories. All you have to do is listen. Hello and welcome to another movie motherfucking podcast. My name is Oscar and with me today is... Luke. And... Ralph. What's what? Pause. Pause. You have doom. to pause. You don't have to pause at all. Yeah, I pause all the time. Mm. I pause on purpose for whenever Luke needs to hear this. He has to put this on, on 3.5 speed. That's not good for everyone <laughs> else. Everyone else suffers. Well, Why would he... anybody do that? That's just no. Um. Uh, anyway, this is episode number 188. Today's picks are uh, movies that are there that were chosen by Raf here. Uh, we're gonna review three films, of course, as always. Those three movies are all recent discoveries. Um, they are Killers of the Flower Moon, the recent latest discoveries or recent releases. Recent releases, yeah, same difference. I feel. Um, same difference. I said I didn't say the same thing, did I? Um, anyway, let me go back to this. Killers of the Flower Moon. Shut up, Luke. Um, currently in theaters, will be out on Apple TV Plus pretty soon, I think. Right? This month, for sure. And uh, this is the latest yeah. Martin Scorsese film, of course. We're going to review that. Epic, epic film. We're also going to review, not as epic, but pretty big in the box office, Five Nights at Freddy's, currently in theaters as well. We're going to review and that film. on yeah. uh, Peacock? Yes, it's on Peacock at the same time, which is funny. I don't know why they did that. Even though, yeah. again, it still made a lot of money in theaters. Um, and also, uh, lastly, we're going to review... A horror film. Well, a finance writer is also a horror movie, but a lesser-known horror film, um, independent, roughly. A uh, horror film currently at on Shudder, exclusively on there, I think. Uh, it's called Night of the Hunted. Night with an N, not a K. Night of the Hunted. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to review that movie, so check it out for that. And you can always find this episode and all of our episodes at otherpodcast.com. Over there, you can find our most recently finished Marathon. We usually do a lot of marathons here. We love marathons. At least I do, and I push it on everyone. Well, not the ones that involve miles. Right. Oh, yeah, no. Right. <laughs> uh, by marathons, I mean, like, we tailor make uh, a reason to watch some these movies based on some loose or tight uh, connection of some kind. Either an actor, think of that, or a filmmaker of some kind, or a genre, or our history, or past, something more personal. The most latest one is none of those things. They are uh, parodies. We did a parodies marathon. A, a short six-episode uh, six run on that. But check it out on otherpodcast.com for all that information and many more ones we have. Uh, last big one was the marathon, where we reviewed every ba- Batman movie. Ever. Not every, every made, but like most of them, for sure. And then we took a, like a, like a year almost to do that one. <laughs> uh, at least it felt a year. Um. Anyway, uh, Luke, anything new with you? What's going on? Oh uh, no! Last two weeks have been a little hectic and frustrating. There's some construction going on. So is it still going? Yes, yes. And it was to the point where everything I owned was covered in dust. So I cleaned everything. And because then, they're done. No, they were okay. supposed to be. And then they're like, "Hey, get, by the way, we're gonna also do this whole additional thing now." And everything I have was caked in another layer of dust. So I have to re-clean everything. Hmm. It is so annoying. And then I've had to like, you know, go over to like my sister's house, sleep there, spend some nights over there, sleep at my basement. Just soon, soon, hopefully. 
most of the heavy the, the demolition and stuff is completed. Most of the painting and all of like the sanding is done. Now it's just some electrical. Do you, uh, yeah. Do you not see this as maybe a sign to um, get your own place? Yeah, I'm fine where I'm at. Okay. I mean, you're not right now. You're not these days. <laughs> it's, it's, several temporary. Weeks now. it's temporary. Hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it as a sign. I'm not saying this is permanent. But, yeah. but that, um, that's on the agenda very soon. So. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Rob, what about you? Cool. Well, um, nothing. Just enjoying um, spending some time watching some movies with uh, the kid for Halloween. Um, he's getting into more of the horror genre. He's already been it for a couple of years now. Mainly the last year and a half, I would say, or two. Does a lot of like um, show a lot of games online that he plays, like in Roblox, or he knows. Um, so he's like into the horror genre. He's not afraid of certain things. But I will tell you what he is afraid of is a uh, scream. Spiders. He does not like scream. The movie Scream. He does not like something about Ghostface, or I think it's just the, the realistic aspect of it. Like. Um, by the way, great, great, in- great intro for Scream for OG Scream. I told you that impo- that opening might fuck him up. No, no, no. He actually he we so this comes from all the way back in like 20, 2020. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or whenever we had the cruise. What did we have the cruise? Two years ago? So twenty twenty two. Was it? Two years ago, not twenty twenty. Twenty twenty two was like twenty twenty one. Sorry, twenty twenty one. Sorry, I don't, I can't keep years, track of years. Yeah, I'm yeah. already in twenty twenty four. Um, right. No, 2022, I think. Was it? Yeah. It was sort of last, year. Yeah, so last, last year. year. So we, I had watched the new Scream, on, and he saw some of it, and he got scared. Um, okay. And uh, But it wasn't even as near, near as bloody. I think it was just like he doesn't like the aspect of like just the whole killing part with the ghost face thing. I think he just finds it too personal. Um, hmm. uh, it's weird because everything else he's like, cool it's like monsters he's like not afraid of that he's like a monster like because it's fake because he knows yeah I, I think so i think the other one is just like i think it's just like a real ass a, a real what a strange way to develop a horror like he has because everyone has like a thing you know yeah his is clearly going to be like the strangers is going to terrify him but not freddy cougar right 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 that's what it looks right. like um not frankenstein's monster it'll be it'll be people, real people killing hannibal Lecter or something like it would be something real that could happen right Right. Something plausible is what's going to get him, I think, more than uh, something unplausible, implausible. Um, that's that's fascinating that he's developing that. And obviously, yeah. Scream falls in, I mean, barely falls in that category. It's ridiculous, those shows, but uh, those movies, but like <laughs> still within the realm of serial killers, right? Possibly. Right, right. Yep. Yeah, so besides uh-huh. that, just been okay. doing um, just been doing that, uh, watching, uh, prepping for Halloween. You took a vacation, didn't had, you? Had Halloween. Nice. What's up? You didn't take a vacation? Like a little staycation. Sure, I guess. Yeah, sounds nice. They do I'm sound jealous. nice. You have You're a the lot one who decides to work every day of the, every day off. Yeah, probably. So. Probably. Um. Anyway, speaking of offspring, one of our friends and uh, sometimes uh, part-time yes. co-host here, or annual co-host, Matt Matthew. Um, has a has a kid, has a, his first child, and uh, is it a masculine child? I forgot to double check. Insert yes. name. Insert applause here. Right. <laughs> I'm not gonna put the effect here, but um, <laughs> that's that's some work. Ah, uh-huh. that'll take an extra five minutes, Rob. Why would I do that? 
Um, <laughs> and, and four of those minutes is looking for the damn buttons where they are, like the menu. Sure, browser, yeah. You know. Um, yeah. What's the kid's name? I forget. Matt. He's a junior. He's a junior. Oh, that's pretty unoriginal. Yep. Um, that's okay. Well, uh, according yeah. to the board, when I went to go see the baby, Connor. So I'm going to call him Connor. What? Yeah, there's a board with like babies' names, and I'm uh-huh. looking at the bay that the baby's in, and the bay's at 24. I'm like, okay, and then I look at the name, Connor. 24, and I was like, Connor, and I look over, I go, "Is your baby?" Yeah. So you have Connor, <laughs> <laughs> and like, who's Connor? And I was like, "Oh, you tell me." Uh, allegedly, <laughs> it's your child. Please tell me you took a picture so you can show the kid in 10 years and in 20 no, years. No, no, I didn't. I didn't. But like, you had on like a whiteboard. <laughs> like, I could have made it myself, <laughs> right? You, you were, were. twin. <laughs> yeah, I should have, right? Um, so yeah, yeah, that was that was funny. I thought it was funny, but yeah. So there's a new uh, little addition to the friend group here for uh, sure. A little mini someone. Um, I mean, some this is something we don't promote on the show. We do not promote uh, procreation whatsoever. Um, <laughs> at least Luke and Real I don't. Movie buffs don't get laid. Well, Matt is definitely not a movie buff, but uh, I don't even know if he's going to be too busy, honestly, to even do the show. Uh, That's why I'm wrapping up my show watching. Oh, you're saying you're going to join us? I don't know. I might. I like to break from you, honestly. Well, yeah, I'm you kidding. don't have I'm to. I'm kidding. I mean, we'll find somebody else for top 10 movies also. <laughs> just all the top 10. You know what? We'll just find you somebody can, else. You can, <laughs> you, you can give us your list and we'll have someone read it for you. Read it and for we'll just you. have them come up with reasons as to why. They I mean, like that could be movie. a fascinating experiment, but that would be like funny for me, though, in a meta way for me. That would be so. We'll get someone super foreign, like just someone off the street, fresh off the boat. Yeah. And the guy will go, Is this guy done? supposed to be asshole? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. <sighs> Uh, no, that's good to hear, Luke. Uh, but mean, in general, be, I still would like to ask him because he's been doing it every year. You yeah, know, it would be nice for you to watch more than 10 shows, yeah. I actually will have a list of more than 10 shows. That's I great. mean, you could also do it with us. You don't have to be in replace of. We don't right, have exactly. only yeah, have three. Yeah. You can, we've had four before. Like four, right? yeah. We've had that before. We've, we've, done, we've it before. done it before. Yeah. Actually, one of our shortest top 10s was with four of us because we thought we had to speed everything up and we didn't have to do all that, actually. <laughs> but no, it ended yeah, up being yeah. like one of the shortest top 10s ever made. It's great. If you go back and uh, listen to that. Um, anyway, we're sidetracking. But anyway, we're, new kid, Mazel Tov, congrats. I don't think he listens to the show, but if, uh, you know, I figured kudos are, are, you know, is going out there. Yeah. Way to get uh, it in, buddy. And and out. Um, and then repeat. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Good job. Uh, now Sarah has something to complain about forever. Um Remember, every time the kid says something like, I spent X amount of hours. Right. Um, that's that's what you got. You know, that's what you got. Uh, that, that's nothing about me personally. Um, I don't have anything really more to discuss uh, that I want to anyway. Uh, how, how was everyone's Halloween? Um, I want to ask. But before that, I would say that mine was a combination of eventful and uneventful in the sense that I made a lot of plans. I always overplan Halloween or certain times of the year. Because I know a lot of them will fall through, and it did, but I still managed to do stuff. So I had a lot of fun. Um, doing what? Doing two parties and uh, an event, and uh, I really forgot what I did, honestly. But uh, a lot of drinking involved, I'll tell you what. Um, 
Anyone uh, care? Oh, also, I did go outside. Uh, so I was invited to two on the actual Halloween day on the 31st. Rafi, you invited me over to the house. Did you do the thing you were saying? Uh, we didn't go outside because it was snowing. Right. Then, That's uh, what I figured. <laughs> so we did it. Like there was luckily by the time we actually went out trick or treating, yeah. uh, it had stopped snowing. It was just cold. Yeah, it was like twenty. It felt like twenty something. It was like thirty something, but with the wind, it was like twenty something. For sure, for sure. Yeah, it was really cold. Uh, which is not saying that we're not used to cold, but that kind of dramatic cold is not. No, great. what I ended up doing is just I ended up putting the projector in the living room, which right. just uh, watch okay. some stuff. Yeah. Um. So you invited me to that. I said I didn't go. I was like, dude, I don't even want to go out, you know. And uh, I was planning on um, going outside and actually like, you know, giving out candy because my uncle never does. Mm-hmm. Like he keeps the lights off. He doesn't do any of that. He doesn't participate <laughs> anyway. There's a lot of people who do that. It's insane. Yeah. Well, I wanted to do that. I bought a bag of candy and everything. Yeah. And um, I went outside for a, a little while. I, was, I had my book out. I had my little costume on, you know. It, but A, it was really cold. And uh, I didn't last very long because not many, only like two people came up. Two kids in an hour yeah, we, or something. It was really bad. We, no, had, uh, we had early, early, like around three, right after school. People yeah. came over. Kids like were like, "It's studies. Like, let's go." Like, yeah, cool. Uh, we had a good like maybe dozen to fifteen people. At dozen, I would say. And um, that happened till about we left. Then we had a couple more people, not much. And end of day, once we came back from trick or treating, it was over. It was really not many people until almost. I was packing. I was about to pack up, and there's somebody knocked. It was a group of teenagers. It was mm-hmm. closer to like almost nine. It was like eight something. I'm surprised they were out. And yeah. uh, they were about to leave. And I was like, no, I got it. And I, <laughs> just funny. I was like, here, grab grab as many as you want. Just grab, take it all. But I, and the guy's like, dead ass? I was like, dead ass. <laughs> take it. <laughs> That's funny. I was like, yeah. No one's coming, he just no. literally like shoveled, like shoveled it in. His bag, and they were like, "Why are you taking so many?" He's like, "You said I can." Oh, <laughs> That's funny. I had like yeah. no one come to my house, and they're we like, le- "Dead ass, dead ass." <laughs> Dude, I le- we left a whole big ass bucket of candy. Yeah, and no one. Like a couple kids grabbed a couple things. I was like expecting one kid to clean it out. No one. Yeah. So wow. now I'm Let's eating all that. the candy. Right. Well, that's what was here. What was you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah, here. I don't know what to do with my candy. I'm I not mean, gonna eat it. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about There's a limit to this, bro. Actually, I think there's a. I want to say there's a. Ashley has showed me something about you can send the candy to the troops, um, for like as a Halloween thing as well. Also, I don't know if it's too late for that though. Not Might like it too. would be like after Halloween. You get you can send it after. I mean, if they were like a child soldiers, I'm fine with that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, I like that you don't know what to do with your candy, but you're like, you I'm not giving it to anybody. Like, I'm not going to give it to adults. Fuck you. <laughs> they can buy their own fucking candy. Um, but that got dark, though, right? That was good. Yeah, I think that was real. a good one. I think that was a good one. Um, toy, uh, toys with us, uh, child tots. Anyway. Um, What's uh, the other thing? So uh, also Jay, a uh, friend of the show, and you know, in a way, um, he also invited me to his place, which I normally, that's my usual go to on uh, on the on actual Halloween days. Yeah. Uh, go over there, and because there's a lot of drinking, it's great, and it's always outside, and we meet all these neighbors and shit. They're very neighborly over there. They're those kids go out, you know. Yeah. But again, it was so cold. He was like, "I'm not like." It's like I'm reconsidering this because it was snowing there earlier than us, you know. Like, and uh, he's slightly more north. He's like an hour north. Yeah, and um, 
and I really didn't. I just completely turned off from going. I was like, I'm toasty. I'm good inside. I think I'm not gonna because they're outside the whole time into the night, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to deal with that. You know? Nope. So I didn't go. Yeah, I double sweatered it. I totally just did a Chicago thing. I just threw an extra sweater. We don't put on coats. We just put on extra sweaters. I just put well, on like, a hoodie. So, like, that day, so. that day, I was like, all right, people are allowed to wear their, like, big coats if they want to, right? Because sure. it's cold. It's really cold, right? Sure. Um, but, I mean, it got, like, to 60 degrees and people were wearing their winter coats. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, what do you do when you're, it's really cold? What are you doing? And they brought it out. They did the effort to bring it out. Now they have to wear it. That's how they feel. No, it's like a that's thing. Just, that's I'm like, just saying that's how they probably would think of it. I, I, I didn't do that. I'm just saying. I've seen it before. Um, anyway, um, that's, that's that. We're going to do some recent discoveries, um, cause there's not, a, there's not a little. So Luke, you're going to start us off here as always. You only have one thing. I yes, see? it's one, but the way it's, it looks like it's two cause it's a very long title. No, it looks like a quote. What did I, you write I, it that I way? put it as a quote and uh-huh. just to, cause uh, yeah. Well, you, I mean, don't worry about confusing us. Well, it was just for your editing, whatever. Oh, okay. Thank you then. I appreciate it. Go ahead. All Continue. Um, right. <clears throat> It's called The Tunnel to Summer, The Exit of Goodbyes. Okay. It's an animated movie that came out. Well, ironically, it just came out in theaters this week. But apparently, if you took an American Airlines flight in the last couple months, you were able to watch it on the flight. Oh, really? Yeah. And apparently, the dub came out this week. And the showing I was supposed to go see was a dub showing because it was the only one available. Uh-huh. Still ended up being subbed, and I was like, "Perfect." <laughs> All right, but it's a pretty much it's a um, it's about these two high school ish kids. They find this tunnel that kind of when you go in, it'll kind of fulfill your dreams or what you want. But at the but if you go there for a couple minutes, when you come out, days have gone by in the real world. So okay. you're sacrificing time. For your whatever your wishes, and they like both it. have these two wishes, and they try to like experiment, see how long they can go in there, and you know, and when they're gonna go in together and try to get their whatever they want accomplished. So I'm not trying to, I'm trying really not to spoil this, but it was yeah. really, it was a fun, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. This is the uh, the director is Tomohisha Taguchi, and he's kind of Gesundheit. shut up. He did a couple of um, like big anime. Like he did, uh, he's the director of the Bleach, uh, the Thousand Year uh, Blood War. He's a okay. director for that. He did a bunch of he did some Digimon movies, Persona Five anime, and things like that. So he's all had these a things lot I know. <laughs> pre- he did pre existing things like Persona mm-hmm. uh, and Digimon and things like that, and Bleach. And th- this wait, is digital a, monsters? Yes, okay. th- that's still a thing. I know, I know it is. I saw a trailer for one of their latest things, actually, recently. Oh, it's funny, because the, the next one that's coming out, I think also this week, Digimon Adventure <laughs> 2, the beginning, is yeah. also directed by him. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, Solid director, then. So he, but this work. is his first original, I think, direct directing and writing. Oh, okay. That's good. So, seemed like it, like it might have been a little personal or something. Right. I'm not sure. Because I think it's Hello, based cool. off a light novel. But yeah, definitely, uh, it's a good watch. And mm. I got lucky that I saw a subbed version Although I think somebody out of the four people in the theater I was with, somebody went to complain about it. Why? I I think they were expecting dubbed. Oh, ew. Fuck them. They actually went Uh. to go complain about that? I swear to God, because it was the smallest theater. I think I counted 25 seats. 
<laughs> so they were in That's front a music of me box mall. and it was me, the two people in front of me. And then like one person all the way in like the first row and like the movie started and it's like, you get, you get the subtitles and they're talking and like, I hear them talking like, Oh, I thought it was going to be this blah, blah, blah. And this girl gets up and storms off. And I'm like, I think she just went to complain Fuck her. That, that the showing said dubbed. Yeah, watch it in a language that is from. Come on, settle down. Well, maybe she can't read. Well, then don't be. You got other problems. Don't go out. Go fix your education. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? I right. don't know. <laughs> don't make it everyone else's problem that can read. Um, I know that's not why. I hope so, anyway. No, it's a valid complaint to make. I mean, it's, I mean, if they were announcing it as dubbed, and sure, and if it wasn't, that's a different. Yeah, thing. that's a that's, a, that's, app, a, that's, a, val- that's a valid dubbed. complaint. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But the otherwise. AMC app said dubbed, so. Oh, well. I'm not complaining. Well, the app, right? Oh, yeah. oh, the app for the Showtime? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take it back. And she, she okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant like it wasn't, and you, she was just complaining in general. I'm like, oh, no, okay. No, the no, way no. you phrased it, I thought it was different. I mean, I'm fascinated by this. I will. Might, I might watch it, actually. might look it out. might look out for it. Yeah, it's, I was it's in funny, the theaters, but yeah. Because I'm getting heavily a- ads for this, hmm. and I think it's because I subscribe to High Dive, and I think I'm the only person, and I think High Dive is distributing it in the U.S. Hmm. Well, there you go. Yeah. All right. Your interface High Dive. That's all. I got so that's say. your one and only, right? That's it. That's all. I mean, I watch a lot, of, a lot of TV shows, and that's about it. I mean, you did. Didn't you see that one movie that you own? That's the anime film that you just told me you saw. What? I don't remember the name of it. Ma- Makia? Makia? No, I saw that like last year. Two oh, last ago. year. Okay, I thought that was more recent. My bad. I'm like, no. Why didn't you include that movie? Um, okay. Uh, Raf, you have a, a few here. What do you have? Yeah. Look at me watching movies. Look at you. One of them with me. That's great. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Out of the blue, by the way. We'll talk about, about that in a bit. Yeah. I finally finished No One Will Save You. Um, hmm. It took me like two and a half views for this. Because hmm. I was watching it with my wife and we were watching like during break for her. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we just never finished it. But what also sucked was we were watching in the t- night, in the daytime, and HDR kept going on. And HDR with like on an old, I, I have a like a ten year old TV, so it's like early gen HDR. So mm-hmm. it's really not that great. On a, it's already like on a lower end TV, and it's already with, like, uh, with night shoots. So like everything was right. so dark, it was so yeah, hard yeah. to see. I finally fixed the settings that like towards like the last 15 minutes of the movie and i was like oh wow this is like amazingly better like without hdr um and i was like fuck i wish i saw the whole movie like this but nonetheless uh i know you talked about it before i think when it came had came out uh, in late September. yeah like the week after it came out yeah yeah so uh i thought it was a fun ride um uh, it's in a i'll read the quick description is an exiled anxiety ridden homebody must battle an alien who's found its way into her home um that's putting Shocking. it lightly. Yeah, that's putting it lightly for sure. Um, I uh, I dug the movie overall. I thought it was uh, right? pretty cool. Um, it was fun. And uh, it's a nice set. I thought it was wrapped up nicely, too. I thought it was a pretty pretty cool ending. Yeah, I, no, a lot, not a lot of people, but several people have um, didn't, didn't like the way it ended. I'm like, I kind of dug it. I'm like, that was pretty Kind of on the left field, kind of. Yeah, that's that's why I Especially dug it. When, when it was so dour, where it was heading, you know, where it was heading, it was like, oh, I don't know how they're going to end this. Any, not, I'm not saying the movie has to end positively, but how are you going to end this movie that isn't, um, yeah, like, I, a, like a cutoff? Like, I honestly it thought it was going to end. Like, yeah, a, the way it ended for sure was different, and I honestly yeah. thought it was going to end uh, with uh, with it not going so well for her. 
Right. So, but nonetheless. Right. Uh, so that's No One Will Save You. That's on Hulu. Still on Hulu. I think it's an original. Yeah, it's one of theirs. Mm-hmm. Or it's, it's like one of their... It's like their prey of the year. That's what people are calling oh, okay. it. Yeah, I so think it's, in, it might be a 20th Century Fox thing where they have a... Probably. They I think they have like a deal anymore. with 20th Century. They're like they're, they own them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Who, um, can, who could say? Which is Disney, too, also. But, right, exactly, exactly. What, what, so uh, well, sticking, in the, sticking in the horror genre, my son wanted to watch uh, Megan or Mithrigan or whatever we call in this movie. I call it Mithrigan, yes. I know. It's lame. Um, this Not is... This is that weird robot girl. I'll read the description real quick. Weird dancing a, robot killer girl. Yes. Yeah, for sure. A robotics engineer at a toy company builds a lifelike doll that begins to take on a life of its own. Um, this mm. was an interesting one where it was. I think it made like it was pretty popular when it was coming when it was coming out. Like people were like, I know they were looking forward to it, or there was a lot of like articles written on it for some reason. I, I don't know why I don't really pay attention to those things, but I remember it being around. There's a lot of buzz around this movie when it came out. Um, I never watched it until now because I don't care about trends uh, for the most part. And uh, my son wanted to watch it. He literally said, can we watch Megan? But I was like, that's out of left field, but sure, let's go ahead and watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, someone, me, may have put the unrated version because uh, this, nice. this is supposed to be a PG-13 and I didn't know there was a PG-13 or a regular version and I totally put the unrated one <laughs> there is I mean for I had fun <laughs> with it but Whoops. for a kid watching his first technically horror movie all the way through um, yeah that was interesting uh, to say the least I mean when he tells his therapist about this day this time period I mean yeah at least we know how and where, like what led to what, you know? Yeah, at least, right? So we'll see. I mean, it was, I thought it was fun. Um, that weird dancing thing was weird for sure. Uh, the actor who plays, there's, a, there's an actor, right? Uh, Amy Donald. She's sure. the one who actually plays the, uh, Megan. Um, yeah. When they need to, they do that, like that queer trans, that weird transition. And uh, I do like how it like kind of moves along. I, it was better than expected, but it was still it was just it was still good. It was just better than expected, but good is the most it's getting for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, from Megan. So that was Megan. Um, what I recommended to you, meh, not for you, Luke. Oscar okay. side. Um, and my and last that, movie, I thought was awesome. Yeah. yeah, and my last movie. Um, well, I think Luke watching it by himself would be a little creepy. Uh, watching little girls dance, but. <laughs> It's okay, yeah, okay. God, why do you have to say it like that? Jesus. I'm just saying. It's a robot, but yeah. The the last movie that I saw is a movie that I saw with Oscar, and um, Mm -hmm. this is called uh, Anatomy of a Fall. Out of left field. Talk about out of left field, but not only that, I have no clue. I had literally no clue what we were going to watch. It was like, you want to go watch a movie with me? Sure. Uh, What is is it? Ah, Something, whatever. And I was like, okay. It's the Palm d'Or winner. The Cannes Film Festival winner. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, okay. And I went to go watch this movie. I was like, oh, it's in French. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. I mean, I never mind. And in English. It was both. It was both. And uh, I never mind. It's not, an, it's not a big deal for me at all. But I was just like, oh, I, I have no clue what I'm watching. And it was um, a really a really good movie. Um, like, really good movie. I actually dug the shit out of this movie. I ended up talking about it to other people. That's how you know I like a movie a lot. I tell pe- random people who don't watch movies about a movie. Yeah. What's um, it about? Do you have a thing? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to read it right now. Oh, so, yeah, uh, this is, are you going to skip it? Never mind. Go no, 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 no. So, uh, I mean, for the description is, uh, a woman is suspected of her husband's murder 
and their blind son's fa- uh, son face face a moral dilemma as a sole witness, um, which is weird. That's a weird description. What? Yeah, uh, that's the, not that's not a great okay, way to describe that's it. That's a weird one. That's a weird one because, to be honest with you, it's it's. It's a lot more. It's a lot more than that, and it's a lot less than what's said is there as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, in a weird way, it it is. Suspe- she is a. Uh, I'll give the quick description, in my opinion, which is a. I didn't know what I was going to read until I just, I just read it right in front of her. Um, is a uh, a wife has to, is uh, suspected of murder after her husband dies, and what's it called? Uh, and she's just kind of trying to. Uh, not be the what's it called? Oh my god! Why can't I think of the word? The scapegoat? <laughs> no, she's uh, well. She's trying to prove her innocence. Um, that's the the best description I can give of uh, of the movie um, without ruining too much, which I feel like I kind of already ruined stuff um, in a weird way. But yeah, I might describe it the 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 fall of a the fall of a relationship when one of them dies mysteriously. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a good one. Because Anatomy of a Fall, I think, describes two things: the guy falling, yeah. which is how he died, like he fell, yeah, yeah, yeah. or was pushed out. We don't know. Um, I'm not gonna spoil it here. And um, and the fall of the being the marriage itself. That's for sure. Right? Um, I uh, yeah, like I said, I really dug this movie. I it's really powerful in how what it what it's saying, and it's also really like a shitty way for like to go through the the things that she has to go through mm, with yeah um and it just it, it talks a lot about a relationship and um uh, a lot of like what we misread in people or what we read in people and yeah it's it's a really cool movie i got i don't really want to spoil much because of what happens in the movie but uh this is this takes place i say france oscar kept saying germany but no i got it wrong you were right it, it was france okay so it's uh so we're looking at through everything we see through happens through the French court system. So it's not this like ours. They all interrupt um, each other a lot, a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's, so it is a little here. different. So and, and it does play. It does play. Do they surrender so. a lot? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They all have white flags. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's a lot of that. So it's it's a really interesting watch, man. It's so uh, it's so powerful in how it how it delivers. Um, what's it called? how it delivers uh how it explains like just the thought like how to how how she has to explain herself in a lot of ways um and, and how just, difficult it is to explain um oh years so and years of some of living with someone like it's yeah, hard to explain it it really is um, and it's and then it's also yeah. like it's also hard to see it from like i feel like a lot of us are like the kid in this aspect as well um mm-hmm. And it's hard to see it also like affect the kid because the kid is finding out information about his parents that he probably would have never known. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and just like, there's a lot of crazy stuff in this. And, Daddy uh, likes to get pegged. Right. Stuff like that. You're just like, it's insane. Yeah. Um, and so, I don't know how you knew that. Did you watch this movie? Right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I do like their relationship overall, though. Um which is uh, she's uh, and this doesn't really spoil anything, but she's German, who German who lived who lived in London, right? So she speaks German and English, and he's French who went to London. And she speaks French and English. So the middle ground is English, so there is a lot of English, like Oscar said, um, but there's also a lot of French because we're in France, obviously, and uh, next to nothing in German. But yes, yeah, very few, very, very few words, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, 
Yeah. yeah I, I, do you want I anything totally, else? Anything yeah, else? yeah. I totally agree. This is like a top 10 kind of movie pick. Um, Easily, yeah. It's an amazing film. She carries a performance amazingly, so effortlessly. It's all in her face, and it's all in the quiet moments. There's a lot of, like, thinking going on there, a lot of, like, whatever. It just feels also, very... It's just so, and it's very bare, and the emotions that she has to, like, force to... Um, first to deal with people talking about and then force herself to try to explain and illuminate a marriage. And what this movie does a good job of is showing and demonstrating that um, a marriage is a living organism by itself. And I think, uh, and that's something that a lot of movies don't even remotely get to, um, or that I can think of anyway. Um, It is, uh, you know, uh, I think uh, a... A cynical and more a a more dumb version to describe this movie is like you know one of those anti dating movies. I wouldn't call it that at all. I think it's very pro that. I think uh, there is no there is nothing but your perception that the movie invites over. And if anything, it feels a little uncomfortable because you're learning about these people that feel so personal for them, but not for you because you're a watcher. Yeah, um, it's good. oh, there's a lot of uncomfortable moments. Yeah. You know, for for a German person, a German actress, she has a lot of emotion. <laughs> yeah, she's in another movie I, that's also super highly anticipated coming out, like in December as well. Yeah, it, it's she feels very human though in the movie. Yeah, yeah. And sure. it's, uh, there's a lot of human elements to it, and it's. I know it sounds weird to say that, but yeah, and this movie knows exactly what to show you and when to show you. Also, like very yeah. very meticulous filmmaking going on. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, very interesting well, stuff too. But great, with great, her and lawyer, great random movie yeah. for me to go to. I yeah, pleasantly surprised. Good, I'm glad you liked it because I was like, I heard good things and I knew nothing about it. I was like, I don't need to know anymore. Palm door, good. Yeah, theater. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And also, that done. ending, uh, fantastic. By the way, fantastic ending. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, that's what you've been watching. Obviously, that's one of mine as well. Um. I saw a few more horror movies. I saw many horror movies. I'm not including all of them. I uh, saw movies like the. Oh no, we'd have to do we'd have to do two podcasts for that. Yeah, we would have to honestly. Kidnap the Puppet Man, All Hallows Eve. I saw all these movies. I'm not going to talk about them beyond right now. Um, I saw a movie that is interesting. Uh, three of them. I kept three. Uh, Hell House LLC Origins, The Carmichael Manor. That's one title. I, I feel like Luke right now. Wasn't that like some? No. Go ahead. Try it's like a try franchise it. of movies or something. So it's a trilogy of movies: Hell House one, two, yeah, and three. Three you being like a fire. Yes, a few years ago, um, I discovered these movies on Shutter. They're still on there. It's a trilogy of movies made and uh, directed by one person, um, written and directed by one person, Stephen Cognetti, who also did this movie, which is a new movie it's from this year. Uh, like I said, Hell House LLC Origins, The Carmichael Manor. I don't like that title. It's like calling it The Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn. You know, I hate that shit, but that's what it's called. I would have just called it The Carmichael Manor, but whatever. Um, a group of uh, cold case investigators stay at the Carmichael Manor. After four nights, the group was never heard from again. What is discovered of their, on their footage is even more disturbing than anything found on the Hell House tapes. Uh, that ascends, I may not believe, but overall, as in the very same uh, found footage horror vein that Hell House is in. And I think it's just as entertaining as those movies. I remember, uh, if you guys remember, I watched that trilogy when I discovered it all in one night. I saw all three movies all in one night. It was like, I, oh, I don't remember that. It was a crazy night of watching it. Um, you and were there? I showed... <laughs> no, no, you were 
Um, I mean, and then I saw the entire trilogy. I remember that. I saw the entire trilogy again with my ex, you know, my girlfriend at the time, and we saw it together in one night again, you know. So very fun, good horror. I think uh, entertaining as fuck. Dumbass people, but also you know, you know, they they had no escape anyway, kind of people. Um, and this new one, I feel it feels very similar. It's a different place, but there's a connection, of course. That I, otherwise, they wouldn't call it Hell House Origins. And I like the connections. I like how wait, the wait. mind. It's a different place, but it's called Hell House. So it's a different Hell House. Right. It okay. is a different Hell House, but there's a. How connection, many Hell Houses can a Hell House house? If a Hell House could house house. Um, <laughs> Like I we said, it's very fun. House. If you are familiar with anything I've talked about Hell House or at all, I, or if you've seen the original trilogy, I do recommend it. Like I said, the the quality is not like higher, but it's the same and it's as much fun. Uh, like my favorite is still Hell House 2, in my opinion. It's still my favorite one. But um, the house like the stuff they managed to mine from that trilogy and the new lore they managed to add to this Carmichael Manor is just so much fun to discover. And really good horror. Those fucking clowns. They do so much heavy lifting. Those fucking mannequins do so much heavy. I hate those mannequins so much. I will. I don't think I could ever play a game that is first person in a dark house by yourself. I don't think I could ever do it because of these fucking movies, um, and movies like this. Yeah. Um, it's just so I can never do it. I'll just be standing in one walkway the whole time. Like I'm not moving. Fuck you. I'm not moving. Go ahead. Kill me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm not discovering you behind some. Cl- I'm not doing it. You know. That's how I feel. Yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, that's that's a lot of fun. So anyway, I saw that. It's on uh, Shutter, like I said. Uh, this other one, I, it's uh, new on Hulu. It's mm-hmm. A Haunting in Venice. Have you guys heard of this movie? Yeah, oh, I have. It's a little popular. How was right? that? Yeah. yeah. I, so, I was curious about yeah. watching this one. This is one of those uh, P- uh, Hercule Poirot movies that oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Kenneth Branagh has been making. This is the third one he's made. He made uh, Murder on the, the Orient Express and Death at the Nile. On the Nile? At the Nile. Uh, that was on the Nile. On denial, yeah, you're right. Um, in denial, in denial, yes. That's just I like that me. better. I like that better. I like that better. Um, so uh, the first one was okay, in my opinion, just okay. It wasn't amazing. Whatever. The second one, I didn't even watch. I heard it was awful, like dog shit awful. I'm like, oh, so I missed it. I skipped it. Didn't care. But I heard that this one was actually pretty good, and I think this is the best of the three. Uh, in post World War II Venice, Poirot, the main uh, detective guy, this is like a Sherlock Holmes type, by the way. Uh, Now retired and living in his own exile, reluctantly attends a seance. But when one of the guests is murdered, it is up to the former detective to once again uncover the killer. This is a kind of a PG-13 good horror movie, like murder mystery. It's a whodunit, very similar to his other stuff. But the fact that it's all at night, it's on Halloween, the seance is involved. There's like a talk about ghosts and the haunting of, of the place that they're in in Venice. Uh, the villa or castle, whatever it's called. And um, it really adds to a lot of Halloween fun. This is really good Halloween fun. And it is a fun whodunit. It isn't like Knives Out level because that's fucking amazing. But like it is like similar. It's not dissimilar from that. It's pretty good. And I never read any of the Agatha Christie novels of this type. So I couldn't tell you if like comparatively. But like I said, I I had a lot of fun. I would recommend you guys to watch it. It's a lot of fun to watch. Just that one, not the other two. Yeah, no, fuck the other two. Like I said, Murder on, the, Murder on the Orient Express is okay, but it's uh, this one had a really good atmosphere, really good tone. I think they nailed it. Really okay. fun. Really good fun. to know. So I recommend that. Lastly, and I'm only going to talk about this very little because it is going to be our next review. Um, I saw When Evil Lurks, which I mentioned to you guys off air a few times. Yeah. Uh, this is on Shudder as well. 
In a remote village, two brothers find a demon-infected man just about to give birth to evil itself. They decide to get rid of the man, but merely succeed in spreading the chaos. This is a film from, oh my god, I had it. I think Argentina. Uh, I don't know if I can double check it right now. That it's Argentinian film. Damien Rugna uh, made this film. A bunch of actors you haven't heard of. Don't cry for it. Um, Rugna. Anyway, and uh, this is high horror, man. This is some creepy fucking almost explosive horror sometimes. Uh, how it gets there. It's really good build up. Really good world building, in my opinion. This is just my opinion, of course. Um, I just love this movie. It's a, a real kick in the fucking nuts sometimes. And uh, I don't know how they manage to do this, the subtle shit they do, do in this movie. Uh, but they make horror like feel like the horror in it feel really lived in. Really lived in. So I, I liked it a lot. I really, I, I mean, I was anticipating this movie already pretty highly, so I had a lot of expectations like that going in, and it still kind of met them and exceeded some of them. So, yeah, I really like it. It's on Shutter, guys. I recommend it to everyone. Um, for horror if fans, I, of course, please do I not, if you're squeamish, sh- do not watch this movie. Oh, okay. If I only yeah, had a special, Shutter login. Yeah, yeah. You'll get, fuck you. You'll be fine. Um, <laughs> also, come, also come to my house. Um, anyway, yeah, if you're squeamish, do not watch, especially squeamish on horror, like against children. Stay. <laughs> Stay oh, okay, stay. I'm not watching this. Then. You're watching it. No. Um, well, you have <laughs> you have nothing but problems against children. You'll be fine. Uh, I, I still don't want to see them get fucking murdered or mutilated. <laughs> you sick uh, fuck. No, they only get mutilated, so that's fine. There you go. Not all of it. Yeah. See. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. Uh, last movie before the short films I saw. I saw polite Soci- polite society, which I'm sure you guys never heard of. No, I um, have. I've. I've Almost watched this three times, but yeah. Uh, okay, well, I do recommend it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Rhea Khan believes she must save her older sister, Lena, from her impending marriage. After enlisting her friend's help, quote-unquote, she attempts to pull off the most ambitious of all wedding heists in the name of independence and sisterhood. This is a action comedy? It is an action comedy because uh, uh, Rhea is a... Wants to be so badly. Wants to be a stunt woman. So she. You ever seen the movie Sidekicks? Anyone remember that movie? Sidekicks with Chuck yeah. Norris. Uh, Chuck Norris and. Well, he's like a side sidekick. So he, well, he's no. He's like a supporting her supporting role. Um, it's from the nineties. Was it eighties? How old are we? Ninety two. Okay. Sidekicks is about this boy who dreams of being a martial arts master on the same level of Chuck Norris, who I think is his idol in the movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. But anyway, oh, in yeah, that movie, my loves this movie. I love this movie too. I mean, I remember loving it. I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, but this movie, that movie is about a kid who uh, imagines scenarios all the time. This is very similar to that. This girl who wants to be a stone woman so bad imagines herself in these action heavy scenes that do not require that at all. But like imagines herself doing this to fight off evil. And then when her older sister, who is an artist, wants to uh, meet some guy in, under shady circumstances and very fast wants to get married she does a lot of things to try to stop it and fights with the family and the emotional core within the family to try to get her to not do marriage and go back to being an artist like she should be, you know, things like that. And it's, it's a lot of fun. I don't think it holds exactly as well as they may have wished, but I thought this movie was a lot of fun getting there. Um, and as a bonkers fucking ending, third, scene, third act and stuff. And um, 
Yeah, yeah, and uh, no safety for her look. Um, but yeah, it was very, very good. Uh, I, I thought it was a, a lot of fun. Again, it doesn't all hold super well. Like I feel like they do choices that are a little out there. But again, that's part of the movie. That's like the flair of it. Um, so what that's Collapse Society. It's on. It's on uh, Peacock. Oh, Peacock. Yeah. Um, so I thought I it was on how... Paramount. Oh, okay. I saw it on Peacock, so I don't know. It could be elsewhere too. Sure. Yeah. All right. Lastly, but not least, I saw the all four of the Wes Anderson Wes Anderson uh, short films that were released on Netflix. Now, I've seen this for a couple of shows now. Like I saw it like two shows ago, but I saved it on purpose because I thought Luke, of all people, would have caught up to them by now. But he hasn't because he's a fuckface. So I, I'm done waiting. Thanks. I'm just gonna name them now. So I saw all four: the Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar, the Ratcatcher, the Swan, and Poison. All of these films are roughly acted by the same actors. And those are Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Sir Ben Kingsley. The Batch. Right. Um, you know, I don't have the thing up here. Hold on. Let, let me, let me, the, because I want to get the actors right. Um, Ralph Fiennes is also a big component in these movies. Dev Patel, uh-huh. another big component in these movies. And uh, I'm missing one. Oh, Richard Ayo, Ayo, Ayoade? Richard Ayoade. Patty, yeah. Pat, and Rick. Let's go. From um, that show that you like, Luke. Oh, wow. I like a lot of shows. The Richard IT crowd. Luke? The IT crowd? The IT people? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, that, that guy. That guy's in it. Okay. A lot in it. Um, anyway, this is like they, they all play different roles. And some of them starring, some of them supporting. You know, It's really fun. It's very Wes Anderson. I love the like everything about these movies. So they're all the, the, the thing that connects them all, and they're all different. Like I said, they're all different releases and stuff. Is that uh, they're all based on the works of uh, Raw Doll, okay? And all of them, all of them, and or Raw Doll. Sorry, I don't know how to say his name. And what he did for adapting it is that he basically just—it's amazing what he did actually with these short, short stories that he adapted. He um, he basically had—he basically has the the actors verbatim say everything that the short stories say. And they just acted out for the most part. Obviously, the Wes Anderson part of the movie is his direction, but they don't cut out any dialogue, is from from what I heard. Um, he keeps it all in there. They even say like Dev Patel would say like, "I'm like, he walked over to me, I, and then I said, the like he said, I said like a book would like a like a story would be written. He would say it in third person to the camera, and then go back to the acting. Like a I lot of back and now. forth okay, like that. Yeah. It's a lot of fun." It's easy to watch. They're really compelling short stories. Uh, really compelling. This might be Wes Anderson's best work in a long time. And uh, my favorite... That's not to say his recent work is bad, right? No, no. I, I'm not saying that because I think his recent work is still... I mean, I had some problems with it, sure. Uh, the, the last year's one. But like, uh, but not like that. I th- still think Wes Anderson is a, a, a super heavyweight filmmaker still to this day like he's still making up like a really, really I, thought good he looks, I thought he was a scrawny little guy you know what i mean and um but i think this is even better than those i think that he's risen really really well i think roald dahl's work really elevates the way he directs movies in general um i think they should be watched by everyone i think they're that that good everyone should be watching i don't care who you are um and my favorite of his is Poison, personally. I love that, that journey of Poison and how it ends. It's such a crazy, twisty ending, and, but an emotional twist, not like a, like a, oh, my God, it's a twist. Um, and, but I love all of them. Ratcatcher, Ralph Fiennes, and Ratcatcher is so 
different and what what he's doing there is so creepy and weird and it works and the swan was so like heartbreaking and fucked up and it's like very different stuff but like very good guys i recommend that i'm trying, i'm really not trying to spoil anything i would only recommend and say to watch the wonderful world of henry sugar whatever it's called watch that one first because that one introduces the mechanism of the all the fourth wall breaking is that it, how it, the order is set up though no, no, there's no order, but that's there's the order. Uh, I happen to see that one first, and the other ones just kind of like put you into it without ever like showing you the, you know, like you know how he does like three layers of writing within a story, within a story, within a story. Like this one yeah. shows it to you the best way. So that's the only reason I say that. Okay, they so don't, they don't Henry connect. Sugar first. Henry Sugar first. I, I just that's in my opinion. You know. Um. Anyway, that's it. Uh, watch those movies. They're all on Netflix. It's the best thing Netflix has produced or released or bought or whatever. So now you're shilling for Netflix. How's it feel? I mean, just saying. That's what they did recently. Uh, I'm just telling you the truth. That's all I'm telling you. Anyway, that is it for our recent discoveries. We're going to take a break. When we come back, though, we're going to review our first film, which is what? Uh, Killers of a Flower Moon? Yes. You got it. Hey, Unlike Luke here. He would have gotten it wrong. Stay with us. When oil is discovered in the 1920s, Oklahoma, on their Osage Nation land, the Osage people are murdered one by one until the FBI steps in to unravel the mystery. This is Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, written and directed by Martin Scorsese, as long as well as written with um, Eric Roth and David Grant, uh, Grant, which I think one of them was the author of the book, if I'm not correct, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so, yes. Um, David Grant. That's what I figured. Wrote the book. Yeah. Um, this is starring um, Leo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, my son sneezing, uh, Lily Gladstone, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. who plays Molly, uh, Jesse Plemons, who plays uh, Tom White, um, Tantu Cardinal, uh, let me see, Kara Jade Myers, Janae Collins, Jillian Dean. a lot of people we probably don't know, uh, Scott Shepard, I think we've seen Scott Shepard before, for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's quite a few people in this movie. Um, <laughs> without spoiling too much, I don't want to say other people, but we'll say, well, it's also historical, so it's weird. Um, that being said, this is, uh, I think we're all fans of Martin Scorsese here, so I kind of have a feeling how it's going to go already. But uh, we're going to go with the guy who's you know been there for all of his movies because you know he's been alive the longest. Um, and uh, Oscar, what did you think of uh, Killers of the Flower Moon? I still I came out after Raging Bull and Taxi Driver. All those movies came out before I was born. Just sure like, you did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I was. And New York, New York, and Alice doesn't live here anymore, and um, Mean Streets. Um, Oh, good movies. Anyway, uh, what I thought of Killers of the Flower Moon, I was so, like, I was effortlessly, like, flabbergasted and shaken a little bit by the movie. I thought the movie was super powerful. Um yeah. Not to say that it doesn't have several problems that I think are very intentional. Like, I think uh, there are opinions of perspective in this movie that I want to talk about. But 
like, and I think there are wonderful discussions. I think that's, I'm not saying that's intentional to have those discussions. Maybe it is a little on the, on Scorsese's point of view here, but I think they are just as important as to the subject material of the film itself. Um, the history, right? This, this, this man is, um, obsessed, uh, and, and, and in a good way and in a bad way, maybe, um, uh, maybe a bad way for his mental health, obsessed with, uh, American history, especially with crime, um, he it's a he does a lot of that, and yeah, he may have started with uh, Irish and the Italian American you know crime stuff, yeah. But like the guy has really evolved. I would say ever since Silence, Silence was the first time I really noticed it, how he learned to be more deliberate, be more paced and really wallow into the emotion of what he's trying to talk about or show you silence was a real i mean a real eye-opener for me because i feel like he um i don't want to say he upgraded as a filmmaker because he's already powerhouse and shit from all those movies but like in a way he did you know he kind of he's moving you know he's always evolving he's always changing he's always he's never like he's never stale for me and I think this is a, con- a nice continuation of that. Not to mention The Irishman, which is another really long movie. But also, it takes his time. It's the most quietest of his crime movies, you know? Because yeah. um, it's not about showing you the stuff anymore. You know, he's not about that anymore. He's about showing you why it's really fucked up from the get-go. But also, like, by not telling it to your face either. Just showing you. Just, yeah. here it is. Here's what happened. Here's, the, you know. Um, and I think this is one of those movies for me. And I really liked it. I really loved it. And I think Leo DiCaprio's performance is probably his most slimiest performance. Yeah. I mean, you could, obviously, the, the character he played in Django is more hateable, for sure. Mm-hmm. Not saying that. But it is more entertaining to watch, arguably. Uh, not arguably. I think <laughs> flat out anyone would agree with that as a racist plantation owner, right? Um he is for he's much more watchable, and the movie is not that much shorter, but it is like an hour shorter. And um, but like this one, he is. I mean, it's funny watching up. I mean, he, uh, that's another thing. Scorsese is definitely still very much obsessed with making protagonists that are bad people. Protagonists are bad people in his movies, almost always. Yeah, almost always. Not Alice doesn't live here anymore. Sure, but from Mean Streets to Raging Bull to Goodfellas, Casino, uh, everything, right? Um, and this one is another. Huh? No, I don't think bringing out the dead. Yeah, the other bad people. Nicholas Cage. You think he's a good person in that one? He's not a bad he's, guy. He is. Watch that movie again. <laughs> um, I guess that not all his movies, but okay. most of them are, and for sure his. I mean, even like. Whatever, I'm not going to get into that. Anyway, whatever. I'm right. Shut up. I've seen all his okay. movies. Um, got me beat there. Right. Gangs of New York? Come on. Um, anyway, and I think, uh, I just think he really nails it. I really like his, like the, the runtime didn't bother me watching it in theaters. I also had no problem. I had no, like, I didn't have to pee or anything. I know how to time my shit. Um, and I had no problem with the movie uh, watching it. Other than the fact that what it was showing me, if, it's because a lot of it is based on real life. Just fucked up. It's just, I mean, if it wasn't based on real life, it's still super fucked up. Like what happens here, and I'm not surprised by any of it. Like nothing surprises me uh, about what may have happened or what actually happened. I know that he did a lot of extensive work into the research into before making this movie. There was an original version of this movie 
where Leo's uh, character was going to be more of a romantic story, definitely more centered on the romantic stuff and more centered on him potentially being a white savior. I'm so glad he didn't do that. I'm so glad he pulled away from that. Uh, Like I said, this is a more modern Scorsese. This is an older Scorsese doing a movie. And I think he is uh, even more powerful at his craft than, uh, than before. Yeah, nothing showy, but really powerful. Anyway, that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, for sure. I, I would agree with you as far as the movie didn't feel long to me. I did have something to do. I didn't have like a time crunch, but I did have something to do like uh, not too much after the movie was going to end. I just didn't know if I was going to have like 10 minutes before the movie was going to end or like 30 minutes before. It all depended on how long the trailers were going to be. Yeah. Uh, so I was watching my phone towards the end of it just because I needed to like get on a phone call. Um, yeah. But besides that, I agree with you. I think the movie just kind of like uh, went by, even though it took its time, even though it felt slow at times, like really it just felt slow because it's just explaining it to you and it's showing stuff to you. Um, it never actually felt slow. Like it never, even as I say slow, it doesn't really feel, it just feels like uh, in comparison, like uh, the pacing always felt really great in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt slower at parts. Yeah. But just, but it was all pacing for the movie. And I think that's really well done as well. Um, without saying t- well and well <laughs> twice, but go figure. <laughs> well, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I agree with you with, uh, as far as uh, Scorsese, like evolving, I think he has been doing more. He has been like pushing more of whatever his, um, it's always been his interpretation, but I think he's always let the work kind of talk for itself. And I think he's, he is pushing more of like, this is what I want to say. This is more of uh, more of my perspective of stuff. And as well as also like, this is also me uh, showing you what I'm interested in, in showing in, in uh, kind of like, you know, preserving uh, history or re re uh, re showing you history, retelling history um, mm-hmm. uh, of this uh, with, for this movie as well. And um, I think he's been doing that a lot for, for a while now in his last few movies um, in comparison to other things where I think it's not that he's not showing history. Um, I just think it's a lot of like, it speaks for itself kind of scenario. Um, we're, we're talking about it and some of it is, it has always based, been based on like historical events, right? Um, a lot of his work has been, yeah. if not, if not like 90% of it or something, um, that it's, uh, also like, it's showing more like just what happened compared to what we're doing now. I think it's, a, there's a lot more intent of like what he wants to show us as well as what he has to say about it as well. Um, which is cool. I have no problem with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but this movie, uh, I had a, I, man, I, I had a hard time reading DiCaprio in this movie, uh, where like how much really of, uh, of, uh, what's it called? Uh, of just, uh, not a, not a smart guy. He was, and, <laughs> no, uh, he, I mean, a dumb fuck. He like, I, yeah, I like, but like there, there, I there's, there, there's like he, he right. but he, it's he's a, he is, and I'm asking myself a lot of that moment, and especially like you just, it just solidifies you a lot towards more of the end of the movie. Um, uh, the stuff that he does, you're just like you can't be that dumb, but, but he is. It's just that he's been given power, or and 
he uses it and people are actually listen to him that it comes off. He doesn't come off just that dumb. Like he, in some, in some moments in the movie where he just comes off as like, well, no, you, even though you are, you still are who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, even though you are dumb, you're still like influential and powerful technically. Right. Of because of who, you know, and who you are with and stuff like that, um, that it does. And it adds to like his, it adds almost to like him, like not coming off as dumb, you know, even though, you know, he, he know, he is. Um, which is really weird because yeah. it was like a hard time. Like I said, reading him sometimes I was like, oh, I forget he is, he is that that's, um, but yeah, I had a, I read a really good time with this movie. Um, it's also a rare movie that I went to go see it by myself. Um, huh. and I mentioned that because I usually end up going to movies. Yeah, okay. no, I know. I know you guys are learning. So, um, <laughs> but yeah. And then, uh, De Niro also, De Niro played, uh, do I like the I I like them a lot. I actually like uh, a lot of them in the the first half as well. I thought I thought he seems so cal- like the how calm and level headed he is in the beginning of the movie, in the first half of the movie, in comparison to like the second half um, of the just tr- the transition of the character is really is really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just I they knock it out of the park for sure. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, and there's, there's a lot of actors that we don't know. Obviously, a lot of uh, Native Americans in the movie, and I think they did they did a really great job. Same with uh, Molly. The Lily, uh, Lily Gladstone, who plays yeah, Molly. Lily Gladstone. I didn't mention. Yeah, there's a, there's there's uh there's so much being said without being said. Yeah, and she's like uh, the queen of that. Yeah, it's so she does it so well, man. It's, it's yeah. such a such a great such a great role, and I think she's in Reservation Dogs also. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you mentioned the Reservation Dogs earlier. Really so yeah, uh, Luke, what did you think? Oh man, okay. <clears throat> Thought you forgot about me. Not at all. No, of course not. No, I uh, uh, thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the length is always going to be something that people are going to mention. And while... Is it long? Or is it just deliberate? I thought it was very deliberate because I think everything they showed you had to be in the movie. So I didn't have any problems with that because everything just kept moving forward. So I was... I didn't think anything had to be cut out or like left, you know, on the editing room floor. Although I'm pretty sure there's a director's cut, probably five plus hours. To so. be honest with you, I could see a little bit more towards the end. Like the end felt a little bit more rushed. Um, well, especially yeah. how they ended it, like with the very end end scene, which was kind of weird. Yeah. But no, I dug that. I dug that a lot. But I um the end, like just like how it does towards the the for sure the last part of the movie, um, was the the way it was. I felt like we could have gotten more of that aspect. Um, more information or just it could have been even dragged out even more i don't know five ten minutes easily on just more information but they i they he did a really good job nonetheless yeah um, oh she was in the first cow remember that movie oh god oh yeah certain women also i don't think you've seen that uh, i've seen that he's looking at um, the thing with the leo's character and you know how he's, you weren't sure if he was like you know dumb or not or that dumb yeah the one thing was i was like what got to me was like does he actually love this woman? That's what actually got to me. Like, because it's out. There's times I'm like, does he actually care about her? Or is he just really phoned it in for that money? No, I never doubted that. So, do you think he actually loves her genuinely? Yeah, I think so. Or just trying to I think, pull it off. I, I think, uh, yeah. I think yeah, there's I th- a there's a real duality going on here. I think there's a there's a contradiction at play here that I think feels very human because I think a lot of us fall into this problem. Obviously, this is a, an actual big problem that leads to the deaths and the change of lives for the worse in many ways. I'm not saying that we are living in that right now. You, like us personally. But I think there's a duality about that. Like, 
Um, I can totally believe a person um, like Leo or Leo DiCaprio's character in this movie completely in love with his with his wife, but also at the same time seeing her as less than a human. Um, and that goes in step with the white, let's say the oppressive nature of the city or town they're in, you know, uh, heavily based with uh, Robert De Niro's character. Um, and I can see both working at the same time. And uh, the lack of self-awareness is only, unfortunately, insanely too real in our real world for me to say that uh, that's unrealistic. <laughs> you know, I do think that the man, first of all, lacks self-awareness. Um, and everything else is secondary to that, but it's, it just makes it worse for himself. Uh, it makes it worse for his actions, I mean, like for everyone else. I mean, that's what I mean. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I buy it. That's my point. I can see that. I've seen it before. Not, again, not as dramatically, but like I've seen it in others before, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of things that change. His lifestyle changes completely. His whole thing after um, being with her, you know, um, in the movie. And then yeah, it's just like money. your your priorities just get different and you start thinking about things differently. That doesn't mean he never loved her. I think it always started off from, from with love, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. I never doubted that. I think he... Well, their he, meeting was also kind of like happenstance, even though... It was a fortuitous meeting that the uncle oh, wanted. Very much, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. So I would say that if there's a strained point in the movie, like coincidence playing a script level, uh, that might be the only one in the whole movie. But again, I think this is based on a real thing anyway. So um, I, I, Maybe not the me cute, but the way it's written, maybe it's a little too coincidental. But it was it was good enough. It was, it was like such a little part compared to the three hours. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't a problem for me. Um, uh, do, do you buy that, Luke, or do you feel like it was too unrealistic having, having both uh, I different okay. contradictions right. working in there? But yeah, but um, well, do you guys, I, yeah, go ahead. I obviously love having like the uh, authentic Native American cast, that was amazing. Um, hell yeah, you also got a lot everything of like, like Osage, uh, ancestry, like talking, like you talked a lot of them about it, mm-hmm. like the, the stories passed down over the years and things like that. It reminds me of uh, when I was up in Alaska. How like the Native Alaskans up there are very kind of very reminiscent of like the Native Americans here, and like how they talk and things like that. And it's like it felt like just perfect. Like they, they didn't try to like whitewash anything. It was just this mm-hmm. is how they are. This is how they talk. This is how they do it. Perfect. That's kind of dope. Yep. Yeah. It's uh interesting. There's a there's a lot of cool shots in this movie that uh that especially when they portray through the perspective of uh, the Native Americans or the Osage people. Um, when they when they portray especially as the the one I think most powerful scene that they have, we've seen it in trailers as well is through Molly's perspective at the train station. Um, and you see everyone eyeball, eyeing her like. Like she doesn't belong, or she's different, right? And and I'm like, yeah. you're in her area, right. you're in her land, you're, you're in, in her their house. land. Yeah, yeah, you're. This is this is their place. And how dare you look at her like that? Like, it's like it's it's easy to forget that they're on a reservation. It is very the easy whole to movie. forget that. Easy yeah. to forget that. It's easy to forget yeah. that the whole land was colonized. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> right. Well, not to them. Right. So it's yeah, it's insane to. So I have like to think. See, this kind of movie makes you feel a little better mm-hmm. that we're not from here, Ralph. 
Yeah, like you, we're first gen here. here. You're not here. You're first gen too, Luke. I mean, technically not no. even really. I said I technically not really. I said I just said it. Although I don't know you. <laughs> shut the fuck up. It's my my point is that's that my purse. That's it my feel, purse. If, if it feels good not to feel like I'm a part of it, you know. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I, 100% you get what agree. I'm saying? Okay, I'm just saying. It feels... I'm not going to lie to you. I almost consider bad. myself Native American. <laughs> this is my I kinda, no, I kind of do. I kinda do just like South. We're oh, Native yeah. American from the South. Like, yeah, for sure. from here. We're Native South American or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we are, technically. And uh, I don't disagree with you. We just don't know the language. Or at all, really. Not for a while. Um, yeah. No, I just, I'm just saying. This kind of movie does that. Um there's is uh there's a lot to talk. I mean, there's a lot in this movie. I, I do want to talk, and we're gonna we should get into spoilers pretty damn soon here because there's a lot more I want to talk about, especially with the court stuff. Half the yes. movie is like a court movie, not half. Like yeah, I avoided some people in the movie for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing I do want to mention is that there's this part in this movie where it touches on the Black Wall Street riots, the Tulsa thing. Yeah. Uh huh. That was a it, good piece of history. People don't know that about. is. That I mean, that's where the Juneteenth, right? That's what that comes from. And, oh, um, that's different. Is that different? Yeah, Juneteenth is uh, after slavery was uh, ended. People in Texas, slaves in Texas, didn't know that. Oh, because I thought it because it uh, I thought it was like on the June first that it happened, nineteen twenty one. I just double checked it earlier, so I thought that was part of it. Maybe okay, my bad, I got it wrong. Um, anyway, but the Black Wall Street, I remember first hearing about it because it's something that we did not learn in history. Like it's something I had to like. Nope. The Black Wall Street specifically is what I they read up on. They did not teach us that. I, you know how I found that out? It was on the on Watchmen, the TV show on HBO. That's how I found out about Black Wall Street. Um, I never heard of it before. And then I was hearing podcasts recap on a fucking HBO fantasy comic book series. And they're like, oh, you know, this is a real thing. I'm like, what? I never heard of that. And I looked yeah. at it. Like, yeah. Isn't that insane? What's, what's fucked up and, and, and similar to the story we're watching on the Killers of the Flower Moon uh, great title, by the way. Jesus, that's a fun title. Um, is that um, also? Thank you, thank you for correcting me, Luke. I did not want to get that pass. Um, is that uh, they're both very similar, right? Uh, oh, yeah, these people get much. killed at the like in the most like when they're at their when when black people are actually gaining some sort of foot footing, right? Why, like at the it's Black Wall Street for that's a good name for them. like they were they had businesses they had like the most uh, it was considered to be the most wealthiest black community right in the country yep. at the time right yeah very I mean it took a long time if ever still to to make it to that point again um, from after that point and that happened around you know not not very long away from the Killers of the Flower Moon that's why they mentioned in the movie and it's funny watching not funny haha funny like in a fucked up way. Watching white people in a different way, you know, minimize, segregate, control the Native Americans for their boom of finding oil on this reservation and trying to steal their money. And the way that they portray that is very different than a race riot, obviously, than out-and-out violence, right? But there's a lot of killing in this movie also. Mm-hmm. In the, not in the opening, but very, you know, very close to the opening. Actually, I think it does open with that. Doesn't it? Anyway. it opens with a murder, I think. Yeah, you're right. So, uh, yeah, it, ha- it starts right away, and they show you a lot of it, uh, and sometimes in, in stories, and sometimes they just fucking show you. Uh, and also, very cold. The, the direction is very cold in those scenes. There's nothing yeah. stylish about it at nothing, all. Nothing, yeah. Which is, again, part it of the actually almo- It almost feels like. periodical, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. Yeah. You're right. 
Um, it feels like you're, I'm, and I'm curious to see if yeah. he actually went back to see like if there was pictures. I doubt there was, but right. if there was pictures of like the crimes of like, oh, this is the guy died, and there's in the and then he like reenacted those pictures. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised with that either. There's a lot, of, also a lot of the. Uh, the film is uh, is tapped to look like you're watching a a, a newsreel, right? Too, there's a lot yeah. of that in the movie. Uh, I did feel like that. Yeah, points in the movie. Uh, when it wants to, I think when it wants to emphasize a historical thing, I think it does a really great job of mm-hmm. like it transitions sort of into that, like the way it's, the way it's the yeah, way it's, it's like a black and white grainy thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, I love that uh, comparison to the Black Wall Street stuff, the Tulsa thing, um, mm-hmm. which is again really fucked up. Um. And uh, there was another comparison I was going to make, but yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, we don't have, it's like, it's like we, I mean, uh, no one has a problem with Native Americans until they are, until they're surpassing you in some way. I do love seeing the, uh, (laughs) the, the way, the way that uh, the white people, the white man was, uh, was like to sell or to get more money off of uh, the Osage people. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, my kid has asthma. And like all of these things that like, all of these things that I've seen in other movies just of any other race and people just, uh, white people just looking down on them. Like, I don't care about your kid. Like, what do I care about your, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, give me a better price or all of these things. And like the way they were talking, like, oh, please, I need, I need this for, to put food on my table. Like the way they're, all of these things. And it's the way they like, grovel. Yeah. The way, the, the, if, but it felt so fake, right. In my opinion. Um, it felt so fake. I think it's because like, we're not used to seeing it, but also, yes. It, it yeah, I, I, it felt so fake just because of, like, their reaction afterwards, specifically, of, like, it's, you know, like, the guy was like, yeah, sure, I'll buy that from you. Whatever. We'll do mm-hmm. it cash now. Or oh, yeah, I'll, for a dollar. I'll pay you the $25 for these pictures, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, all of these things is, like, it just felt, it felt like, uh, Oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm still doing you a favor, you know, cause I'm still white, you know, I'm like, I'm like, dude, like unreal. Like you still want to feel superior at every moment. Like it's insane yeah. to me. And I'm just like, ah, it's just, it felt so like pitiful and it was a hard to watch. Like, I, I would have punched somebody in the face. Like yeah, no, me now, was, of course. Right? It was a lot. There's a lot of things like that. It felt hard to watch. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff in the movie that are, uh, you know, it shows as evidence as, uh, as to just these white people. And again, not surprised whatsoever that there's white people today still feel this way about minorities <laughs> of any kind, is that they just didn't see them as human. Just they were not human. You know? Like the, there's a scene where they yeah. go up to a regular guy, not a hitman at all, not a gangster guy. He's like, I need you to kill someone for me. Like, no, I don't I don't can't take that kind of heat. They're Native American. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Literally, well, that's how yeah, that conversation yeah. went. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, that's no problem. You know. What like there's a lot, there's grave robbing early in this film too, like just nonchalantly doing it, and with with a stone face, just as equal the next morning would say that would never do that to a white person would be just as appalled if they found out their loved one's uh, tomb was raided, you know, not to be a tomb raider, um, right. you know, like it's ins- that. Oh my god, that contradiction level. It was just so Yeah, they just they frustrating just, to it's watch. It's like not seeing them as human beings. It was I was oh, I wanted to punch someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that movie theater. Um, yeah, there's there's some moments where I felt very uncomfortable with the movie 
and uh, like my, I could tell my anxiety was just like, like kicking in. Yeah, right. <laughs> just like, god damn it, man! Like I, like, uh, I know because I kept readjusting the seat and my uh, the recliner at the theater. <laughs> like I just because like, I kept getting uncomfortable, and I'm like, oh, I just I'm not comfortable anymore. God damn it! Like <laughs> I gotta sit up. Like you know, like I gotta, I gotta do something. Yeah, I keep leaning forward. I keep leaning like like yeah, like oh my god, please like yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about before spoilers? I know we're getting long. I don't want to. Oh longer. well, back to the. I want yeah. to say how yeah. they even though they had this money, they couldn't even spend it themselves. Oh my god, yes, they had to go to a, a white guy and be like, hey, white, yeah. I, I want to do this with my own fucking money. And they're mm-hmm. like, it was yeah, called the allowance, an allowance, right? And I was like, what the fuck? How do you not have? It's your own money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that what was insane to me. Insane. A- a- everything me. systemic that they required to live was money, from like building a house, contracting wise, to governor's a white guy, you know, to a, your doctor's a white guy, to everything that you need. They would. They just didn't. They weren't them. Yeah, I mean. They and didn't it, it, have the power, even if they had the power, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that was so bad. That was so frustrating. That was also very early on established in the movie. Yeah. The movie does a good job establishing a lot of the world stuff, actually. But that just threw me off in the beginning. I'm like, is it because of the money? Like, it, And then they like resecured it later on when she was super sick. And she's like, hey, I need $300 to go to Washington. Oh, I don't know if you should because, you know, you're sick and all. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck off. It's not your money. Like, Man. do they get to keep this money when they all croak or something? Is that why they are so... Well, that's part of the... Well, that's part of the thing, and that's something we're going to talk a lot more in spoilers, but I would say that there's a lot of, in this movie where a lot of white men are trying desperately to date Native American women. Um, probably in turn because they find them attractive as well. You know, it is a, it is a part of a two-way street, but they're, all, they're attracted to their money primarily. There's a few like people that have been married a few times, you know, and the <laughs> money mysteriously goes missing because obviously it goes to the spouse, which is the surviving white male, and it's just it's just really fucked up. There's a lot of that in the movie, and I like seeing them grovel. I like seeing the tables turn. There's a few scenes that are fun that way, like when like the fact that white people are there are the Native Americans uh, uh, chauffeurs. Yeah, <laughs> that was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of that scene. It, it never fails to remind me every time I see a white chauffeur is working for a dream. You know what I'm talking about? Where um, Marlon Wayans goes inside that drug dealer's car, and right before like that shooting starts, he's like, as the guy pulls down the visor in the limousine, he's like, "Oh my god, you have a white driver." I don't <laughs> you know? remember. That, that's like I just remember that cover. all every time, and it's not even how that scene goes. It goes bad, but like, I just remember, I just never not remember that every time I see something like that. Oh, that's that's hilarious! I got to rewatch yeah. that movie. It's been so long. It's been a minute for me too, but it's I don't have to watch it. It's pretty fucking tough anyway. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, are we ready for spoilers? Yeah. Shall we say? Okay. Spoilers for Killers of the Flower Moon starting right now. Okay, I have a question. My boy Brendan Fraser getting some work in. Sorry. Dude, yeah, he's fucking mean. Yeah. He's a fucking bastard. You boy, you dumb yeah. boy. You know, like, what the fuck? Um, anyway, he was good uh, for a brief time. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about the running time a little bit. Because uh, it's, it's a complaint that I would say it is justified if people found this too long. Can, I'm asking you guys. Uh, Rafi, I gave you an explicit opinion on the length of the movie. Luke, did you give yours yet? Uh, I said it was, think del- it-, I, it was long, but I think it was <laughs> deliberate. It's it's weird because yeah. I don't okay. think I would want a miniseries or a show out of this. Right? Because that's what it but, should be. People, uh, people, well, not a lot of people, but people were saying that. Yeah. Be <laughs> because I don't think it would be a 10-minute intermission. 
I think an intermission would have not been bad, but it's not the interest against intent, so I'm not gonna yeah. call for it either. Yeah, yeah. I went dry uh, as hell in that theater. Just saying. No, I, I had a monster. <laughs> I took a monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I drank at the theater, but when I went to the theater, I had like no liquid in me. I was like, I will not pee. Oh no, I I got to the movie. There was one preview, and I was like, ah. And then I heard the uh, what's it called? The fucking the prayer. The, yeah, the prayer come out, and I was like, I got time to pee, so I went to go pee. <laughs> it's like you know, it's FYI, but the prayer means uh, the Nicole Kidman coming out. Yeah, I went what? to go pee. The prayer. I call it the you call that the prayer? Yeah, yeah, it's a movie prayer. It's our prayer oh for movie watching. <laughs> it's been out so long. It's so iconic. It's been made fun of so long. I mean, I'm not going to disagree. I'm calling it a prayer? It is a movie prayer. No, it totally is. It's, um, the, AM, it's the AMC prayer. You know what? Heartbreak feels good in a place. Like <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, uh, Somehow. I totally, I totally okay. peed before, and then I had to pee right after, of course. So. Oh, like a racehorse. <laughs> No, just a monster, <laughs> like a racehorse on leave. I wish I um, bought a soda though, because I would have like mouse thirsty towards like. I totally timed hour. my snacks and my and my co- my coke and like I did. I got the halfway park. Well, I mean, what I thought was a halfway mark. I didn't like look. Yeah, it. but like you know, after a certain part, um, I think um, I, I, I but I do I do the think... fire. I want that when they explode up the house when they blow up the houses. Okay, yeah, I do think though, <laughs> stopping this at any point. Di- does diminish the the movie? Does diminish the movie? Does diminish just the, the yeah? The, the I also, whole, I can't think thing. of an immediate perfect part that would like no, RRR three hour movie. There's a perfect middle point to that movie. There is a perfect yeah perfect. Same with perfect the Irishman. I think there's a great middle point in that also. I don't remember, but I'm sure you're right. I don't remember. It's uh, it's when he's about to work with uh, Hoffa. Oh my god! Yes, yes, great. There's a go. I remember, ta- I remember hearing people talk about it. Anyway, my point is, is that while none of us have are disagreeing um, with the length of the movie, um, do any of us believe that there could be a shorter version of this movie that would be as powerful? Do you guys believe that? Oh, man, that's a good question. I don't know. Would you see a, a cut, a fan cut of this movie, a fan edit, for example? A two I don't and know a half what you would cut, man. Uh, yes. Uh... Well, I mean, I'm just saying a lot of people were worth talking about it online anyway. Again, uh, but some critics, some mainly fans who hate What do you it. cut? Some of like, the murders? Like <laughs> some of the atrocities, right? And, uh, but how many atrocities do you need? Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a flow to the movie for sure, I believe. And that's why, again, I didn't feel the running time. Yeah, yeah. I was fine with it 100%. But again, I'm saying it's a valid, it's a valid problem if you if want to work to have it i just wish i kind of wish one of us did so i could hear more about it but i guess none of us do so it's fine i'm not gonna make you guys have a problem with a movie that you don't have um i i just wanted to just talk about it a little bit but uh, I, I don't know i, I would I honestly I'm, I'm curious about a fan edit of this movie if it can be done i think it could be done to be as powerful maybe not but like close to it sure but also, I, again, don't, didn't need it. I'm happy with these it, movies. I think in hindsight, it would be still as par. I, it could still be as powerful because we've already seen it. You know? Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're right. We can't replicate. You can't. Re- yeah, you can't replicate right. the yeah. story in a time. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right, Ralph. You're right. So yeah, it, either way, it'll be like a st- stifle, stifle yeah. response so to it. Fuck that shit. Fuck, fuck yeah, them fuck peoples. them. Although yeah, no. I don't disagree that. I almost feel like the movie theater should ask you, do you guys want an intermission? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I I wouldn't have minded one in the end, but I think yeah. it does, I, in my opinion, still, it does diminish any, any stopping. popcorn? <laughs> that would be nice. Hey, you guys need a refill? Yes. You know what they should, they should have like that, you know how they like serve you food and be like, I was munching on carrots. How like many uh, hours would you like a refill of popcorn? And so, right. That'd be great. I tip that guy. Well, there's so like, uh, 
there's that movie theater that's pretty popular about doing that service stuff. They're really good at that. You can stay in your seat the whole the time. The Hollywood Theater? No, no, no. It's... Uh, no, no. I forgot the name. Sorry. Alamo Draft House? Alamo Draft House. That's it. Oh, yeah. We could have gone to that one. Yeah, I'm saying. I think they're good. I've never been to one, <laughs> so I wouldn't know. The only one I, I know is about things. is in Wrigleyville. So. Yeah, that's the only one, I, that's the only one that exists around us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As far as I know. But there's one in every major city. They have like two in New York, I think, and one. Well, there is that Hollywood Boulevard also where they sit you down. They come by all the time. They can, they're like waiters. They come in. Yeah, like, yeah. Do you want more? I've seen it in this? Mexico. That's where we first saw it in Mexico, like many, many yeah. years ago. Yeah, I was like, man, this is, but they had, that's like at a chain. Like, this is like the, st- the standard was that in Mexico. Yeah, that was a standard, right? That's We were like so pampered. Like, what? Oh, cool. I felt great. We were like, yes, we were like really? My joking. pillow. We were on cloud nine you. watching some <laughs> shitty movie that we forgot Oh, already. yeah, some really shitty movie. I remember movie. the service more than the movie. <laughs> Right? <laughs> yeah. I remember the service over the movie 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what saying? movie did we see in Mexico? I know it was in 2009. Well, I don't know. We always saw a movie when we went to Mexico, at least one, so I don't remember. Sorry. Yeah. 2001, you could just name any movie, and, and, uh, and half of them would, might be right. Oh, nine, sorry. Whatever you said. Yeah, um, one, we were in eighth grade. <laughs> we were not driving to Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Well, we still going to Oh, one, we saw the towers get hit. And we weren't driving. Okay. Yeah. Never, for, okay. never forget. Yeah, never forget. I get it. Anyway, back to the film here. Yeah. Um, it is so majorly fucked up how this guy was the arc. It's so, like, so pivotal to the demise of this poor woman's family. Like this family that had a grand majority of the money, of the oil money. Uh, I'm talking about Lily Gladstone's character, his wife in the movie. And at first... I was I was torn because like I'm used to protagonists a certain way. I'm used to even Leonardo DiCaprio's roles in a certain way. I'm used to even a little bit Scorsese having a certain way of depicting his uh, his characters in the past, his leading men that are again awful people. Like he tends to show some parts of them that are like he's not shy. He's not like afraid to show like that. Uh, Leo's character was a that Leo's character loved his wife while but he but what he this character doesn't understand why he's a dumb fuck and lacks humongous self-awareness is that he doesn't understand that like loving her in the moment is not the same as you can't love her and be respectful to her like i feel like he had no respect for her is the problem and he didn't even think about that not once in the movie at least how i felt anyway Mm. And that's what led to like him having the the strange dichotomy of killing his fuck her fucking family, thinking that he and his wife and his family there with the money will stay alive, reign supreme above yeah. everyone else because she'll have the final inheritance. Correct. Yeah, he exactly. always thought about like I'm always gonna be fine with me and my wife and my well, kids. Yeah, I don't even think he, they even say that, but I think that's implied, and no, no one ever tells implied, him the yeah. full truth because again, no. he's a dumb fuck being played by Robert De Niro. Yeah, by his yeah. uncle. I mean. Mm-hmm. Who is like a real evil, evil villain, just like with a smile? I mean, that guy yes. learned. He, <laughs> yeah, he's that like guy. a Fast Five character. Yeah. You know? He's like the villain in Fast Five, the Brazilian villain. You know? He's like, huh? yeah, you give them trinkets, you'd be nice to them, uh, you own their ass. He's like, this guy's like, I learned their language, you'd be nice to them, I own their ass. You know? Yeah, when you, you knew something was afoot in the beginning of the movie, when. The guy that picks him up is is an Osage, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, and he's right. like, "Who owns this?" He's like, "I do," but he acts like he doesn't own it, and King owns everything. 
Right. No, he told. Yep, a hundred percent. You know that first thing we should have. The movie kind of lays out everything we need to know. It really does. Yeah. In the opening, and we it takes me and probably the audience so long, maybe too too long, uh, even an hour is too long to understand just how heinous the shit is and how heinous Leonardo DiCaprio's character is. He is not a character to be in love with. Like we're no. not supposed to like no. him at all. No, you're not supposed to. Yeah, I, that, I still that, thought he wasn't that bad. <laughs> Says the white guy. Right. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> just just saying. I mean, yeah, I just it it yeah. is it is hard to watch though in a lot of those moments. It's so like, oh my god, I was flabbergasted. I, I almost said like what like fifty times out loud in the theater. I didn't because there's people there, but I almost did. I'm like what? Like why? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, man, when that house blew up, first of all, overkill with the dynamite. It's too much, too much, way too much. Holy shit, that was too much. Yeah, you can still you can still visit that fucking scene today. Crater, <laughs> yeah, the crater. Oh. Yeah, I think what I think one of the most like slaps to the face in my in the movie for me was when she actually makes it to DC and she talks mm. to the president, and the yeah. president was just like, "Thank you." Thank you. Yeah, like, yeah. Thank you, thank you for like what? Like, are you even listening to me? It was a press like, release for him. It was nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. And um, But that, something did happen from that. The FBI does show up. Yeah, but that's – I think that's Jay Edgar just wanting to be yeah, like, from, hey, this from needs that, to get watched. I think from that, is from it? The press is it from that? that? Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. feel like it is. Her call to action was heard, but just way too late after it yeah. was too much too, too much damage was done. Way too much damage yeah. was done. And the FBI was brand new, roughly. They even say like, well, oh, they, yeah, they, don't, they never say or Hoover. Like, they, I never they, heard they, of the guy. Yeah, I never heard of the guy. Right, right. They right. they never say it's the federal or Bueller. Was it? They just say we're the bureau. We're the well, because that was the original name. I think they no, I know, it. I know. But it, right. it is one of those things where like they're not even they're just establishing themselves. Yeah, right. It's like CIA day one or something. Like what, CIA, what is that? You know, right. they don't they don't know to fear. What was that one movie um, about the early CIA that we saw? Uh, the Good Shepherd, I think it was called. Yeah, it's the one. Matt Damon, Good. also Robert De Niro. Matt I think Damon. he directed that. So that's a yep. One of his two movies. Yeah, one of the two movies he directed. Yeah. Um, and just a funny coincidence connection there. Um, man, like, so uh, it, did anyone watch the trailer for this movie before watching it? I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah, I always watch the trailers. Okay, I don't I remember saw, it. I also saw it a few times. Did you see it, Ralph? The only thing I remember from the thing from the trailer was, um, I think the explosion, like the aftermath of the explosion. Oh, um, I don't remember that. And I think I saw a trailer that was like a week leading up to the movie. Well, one of the good things, not good things, it's a bad thing, but one of the positive outlooks into why I don't mind watching Scorsese movie trailers is that they, they never really get the actual movie. <laughs> so I never feel like I'm going to get spoiled by watching a trailer from his movies because it's hard to, it's, it's hard to make a movie. Can you make a movie trailer off Killers of Flower Moon? It's probably pretty hard. Um, a, a good one. A, a ten minute trailer. <laughs> a ten minute trailer, right? After a ten minute trailer. No, no, no. That's not why. Not because of the runtime, but just no, 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 no. I say ten minute trailer because you need all that explanation. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I know what you said. Uh, I know what you're saying. Um, but I feel like uh, the, the movie makes it feel like almost like this is entire. Well, I think actually, I think the book, the book that this is based on, is through the perspective of the FBI. And I thought that. Oh, is it? That's actually kind of interesting. It is kind of interesting. It makes me almost want to read it. Um, And uh, oh, yeah, you're right. Right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, go ahead. The whole title is called uh, "The Killers of the Flower Moon: The Osage Murders and the Birth of the FBI." Yeah, there you go. Um, (laughs) Right, and it makes you feel. Reading that title would make you feel like this is like a big 
uh, FBI movie that who's the actor who plays the, the lead agent in the movie? Um, oh, uh, Jesse Matt Damon? Jesse Plemons. Yes, yes. Okay. Jesse, I thought Jesse Plemons was going to be like a, a solid A star lead or something or a co lead. Or, oh, nope, I did. Barely that, supported. That is, that is another thing in the trailer I just remember. Yeah, I'm here about Comes the murders. Comes in at the two yeah. and a half hour mark or something in this movie. It's so Which, late. Again, it shows to illustrate how late they were to the game. Yeah, it's a, and that's probably one of the many changes that the uh, Scorsese decided to do with making this movie. And if that's the case, but bravo because uh, it, it, it felt too little, too late. I also it did feel like, appropriately too late, even though it is a merit of justice. It is way after the damage was done. I I do also like that. Uh, um, the all the bureau people like when they first started were all these like ex-marshals from texas or lawmen from like right, those right. big places like texas or like nebraska where they did like where the law they actually succeeded in doing things you know like they were actually like really good at their fucking job like yeah. the bureau was like oh yeah well we, we need people like this yeah um because he gives us quick like what i used to do hmm. uh so yeah 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 i remember that scene that was really cool um yeah, and it was like, and then we get into like a lot of stuff in the movie. But I want to talk about like what you guys think about how it panned out. Like, do you uh, do you feel like the movie was frustrating the whole way? Do you think the justice, those scenes in the corner where it led finally, like, what do you guys feel? It's a big emotional ride because we get the full truth out of De, De Niro in case people were like not sure what's going on with him and. We get the full truth of how much of a dumb fuck he is because it was, it's the second half of the movie where DiCaprio's character is really shown in the light of being a, just a complete idiot, um, in my opinion. I mean, it's shown a lot more, I would say, shown a lot more. And all these cast of characters are brought into court to open these things up and a lot of talk about murder and contracts and money and stupid schemes that, like, it's amazing how they got away with it. They were not as careful as they thought they were, you know? The poisoning of Lily Gladstone's character, like, by her fucking husband, the only one she trusted because she was like, don't trust anyone, you know? Bring the bring the uh, the medicine by yourself on the train, you know, saying shit like that. Like, what do you guys think of all this? Like, the last hayride, like, the roller coaster of the ending, the last uh, hour of the movie. It's uh, It's crazy. Especially, yeah. I love how he kind of gave himself an out. He's like, "Watch, you're gonna, it's gonna get worse before it gets better." As he's poisoning her. Yeah. Did you believe? What did you think he was thinking when he was first told to give her this extra, like this poison? See, I wasn't sure. Was he like? Did he know it was poison, or did he think? Well, the way they were it? phrasing it to him is that it would just calm her down. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so, I, I mean, mean, the way they he's froze... not the, the smartest. No, that, that you know what they're... And, like, you you have to give... It's weird, man. This is the hard part. This where is where his acting is really coming through here, right? I, I 100% agree right. with you. This is yeah. exactly where this acting comes through. Because it is, like, you are you can't be that dense to know that. What else are you going to give her to slow her down? Like, what do you think is going to give her to slow her down? And yeah. by slow her down, like, you're basically asking her to, like, just, like, rot, right? Yeah. Um, or whatever the case is. But... It's, I mean, and I, th- and I think that, that that plays very much in part also with the very end of the uh, scene with, between uh, him and um, Molly, mm-hmm. um, the last time they meet. Mm-hmm. And that, because she really, she, I mean, she was ready for like, 
true forgiveness, in my opinion, right there. Yeah, which is also flabbergasting and feels contradictory, but also like she really loved him. She, yeah, and and I think yeah. he really did too. He just he's that dense. Like he ended up. He didn't know that. how to express it either. Well, either. That she yeah. Said. yeah. No, he didn't. And um, in the end, yeah. though, he is a he's a bad person. No, oh, yeah, he's a piece of shit. He's like yeah. I almost love my wife as much as I love money, and I should say something. You know, he's saying <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. It is so weird watching this relationship unfold because I like I'm like I'm right away I'm thinking like how do you, how do you forgive the man that killed your sister like that and her family? Not to mention the other stuff. <laughs> her other sister. <laughs> it's that whole thing about. I know he wasn't involved with that, but he was. Has, he knew the people. I, I don't know. The way I see it is like I see, I, I see it like she has someone that loves her at the end, right? And it's going to yeah, be no, there. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of those things, right? And it yeah. and it's it's, it's it just says how complicated relationships are. And yeah, uh, right. a marriage can be and how love can be shown and uh accepted. Yeah, it's I mean it's, he it's, was with her like every day holding her up and all. yeah, I mean he was because again yeah. I felt that he did love her. You know, how much of this movie did you guys think that the where we were gonna see not a redemption arc, but maybe close to one where Leonardo Capra's character would realize what's going on for real. And I wanted that so bad for him. I wanted that so bad. He was going like, to just try to help her or try to stop the poison or try to stop people coming after her. Well, I honestly felt like... Right? It felt like well, it was I, coming, well, maybe. It felt like it was coming when the explosion happened. Right. Because he finally feels like... Right, he was a little surprised by that, too. Well, he more, was... More than a little. I, I think it just finally feels like, oh, my God, like, what am I doing here? This is crazy. I thought that he was going to knock him awake, but no. Yeah, and it's... And even the moments when he finally, like... When he decides to like be um, be a, what's it called a, a witness for for the bureau that back it, it, Jesus. even that when he's doing all that and it's yeah. just like you see these moments where you're like oh my god he's finally figuring it out you know he's finally sticking to what he he knows yeah. to be right and he can't and it's just like <sighs> it's just and it's sad because it's sad because because he not fails there. yeah it, it really isn't and it just. He fails at that. He fails at it at like every time, at every level. He never. And I, think, I can see so over. many other filmmakers just pulling back for real and making that plot work that way. And I'm so glad that this movie did not. It just stuck to what happened for the most part and kept that heinous character heinous. Mm-hmm. Not that that would have been forgiven him anyway because he had already done so many bad things. But I really thought they were going to try to like, make him do this. And I, I really wanted even history to reflect that because I didn't want him to continue damaging this family. Or the Osages in general, you know, like any, you know, whatever. Yeah, it was bad. It was pretty, bad, pretty bad. Um, but still, you know, uh, Leo's character is still the the main protagonist of the film, and that's where another big problem that maybe I can see people having. The protagonist of this film is a white guy. You know, should do we feel like it should have been, you know, Lily Gladstone? I mean, she has a lot of perspective in the movie, not most. Yeah, but she's uh, definitely in it. And obviously, I, I didn't feel like we got enough from her. There was a, a portion of the movie where she's gone in the court stuff. Yeah. I um, think, what do we um, think of this? Yeah. I honestly think it's, it's deliberate still um, mm-hmm. for, the, for the sheer fact that we're getting we're, – the reason we're getting it from the perspective of the white man is to show how, how bad he is, how bad the white man is, how bad – uh, and also how, complex because he can also like completely heartbreakingly cry at the mention of his daughter dying in jail. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is. It is still. It is the perspective of like 
all of these um all of these things like go there it's like there because we're very much a stranger in that land as well whatever we're watching and it's yeah. like being shown in that light as, at all times and it's just showing how much of a like fucked up situation and to see like how I think they try to show as much as they can with uh, what's her name because they spend a lot of time with the family with the Molly until they eventually just can't. She's just bedridden at one point. So I think eventually the movie's going to have to also shift gears once that once that happened. If they were to if they were to stick with Molly's perspective, um, had they stick with Molly's perspective from the beginning, should I say? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't understand people like being mad about that lack of it. But also, like, I think um, part of uh, Scorsese's in general, like the way he makes movies and the way he chooses these characters is that, I don't know, he said for many years that he himself, who has a lot of difficult relationship with Catholicism in general, um, has said that he kind of likes bad guys as his protagonist because he thinks himself as a bad guy. Like, and he's also a white man. Like, I feel like he would feel inadequate to try to portray a leading person's point of view if it's not like anything remotely close to his own background. And I think that's part of the reason. Now, does this open up an avenue for maybe other perspectives, maybe more genuine Native American perspectives to tackle on either this specific subject matter or subject matters like this one? That I think that would be great. And that's probably the, a part of the intent of the movie. But I also don't... Like, I feel that reasoning. Like, I can understand that. Like, I'd be a little icky trying to put myself in the shoes or put myself in the shoes of uh, uh, of the struggle of someone that I have no relation to, that I have no business, maybe, even. I don't know. Maybe he was told not to do that. Maybe in part of the discussions of talking to the Osage ancestors was to be tempered with the point of view of the Osage themselves. I don't know. I'm just saying that could be a thing. And I think he, I think he might have said that in an interview. I'm not 100. Um, percent But uh, do you guys feel that? If that's the case, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I would say so. I mean, I, I feel like I think that's what kind of what I said earlier a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, look, look, look. Sorry. I thought uh, at one uh, point yeah. I was just convinced that like. He's just dumb, and he doesn't know better. But I think he generally actually gave, like, he actually cared about Molly and everything else. And just, you know, the uncle putting him up to everything. And I, I felt like he was going to stop at one point, but uh, I don't know. I, I, and he, how you talk about, like, a redemption arc. At one point, I was thinking, like, how the hell is he going to get out of this? Like, thinking, like, that he was going to have a good... Um, We're also kind of used to seeing that, right? Right, like, like... Yeah. Like and, and I was like, man, I'd be like, is she that dumb that she's gonna forgive him? Like he killed her. I also don't think she was, yeah, that smart either, in my opinion. But um, she's also just like thick-headed. She even said it herself, or hard-headed, whatever. Stubborn, yeah, um, uh, stubborn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, super stubborn. Maybe not as much as his drunk sister, her drunk sister. Sorry, but oh, uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I love how she kept reaching for the gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a, here's a wild one. That one, <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> to not want to meet her, in a, you know, in an empty road or anything, well, or in a bar she's, or anywhere. So. She's a body that's decayed by now. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Wow. Fuck. Yeah, it's uh, dark. 
Uh, man, those court things, though. Um, I would say the FBI coming in to save the day, it didn't feel that way. And the movie, uh, appropriately, I think it is a good, that's a good way to do it, for sure. Don't make the FBI <laughs> look like some heroic thing. But they did come in and meter justice and there is too straight, yeah. for sure. Ju- justice is for sure dealt, handed. In some fashion, um, yes. In some it's fashion. Like it's just... It, it's almost too little too late, but... It is, no, it's 100% too little too late. But, but like, it, it's something. I don't think it's too little. I think it's just too late. <laughs> just... I mean... It's more like the least they could do. <laughs> fucking shit. Well, it's so, a yeah. little because this is a point of view that has been ignored and vastly, like, been okay with by the systems in that exist up to today in some fashions and more than some fashions that yeah. were ignored blatantly ignored because they weren't because they they were against non-white people. That's where it's the too little. It's not changing anything. It's just correcting, not even correcting, but it's establishing that an error was made by these horrible people and that they incarcerated them. That's not actual change. This could happen at a different reservation for the same reasons, you know, because that because the change is not systemic. There is no change at all. That's why that's the too little front that I'm talking about is that not, not nothing was done. You know, it's not like they, they were, it's not like these people were brought back to life. It's not like the money was put everything back exactly. You know, just whatever they could save from that point is what, what maybe happened because they were incarcerated. You know, that's fucked up. That's just fucked up in a different way. You know? Yeah. Like, you know. Um, that's what I mean by that. And I think that's what the movie means. Um, Fuck. Uh, oh, man. So what do we think of the way the movie ended? That last thing, I promise. It was an hour in here. Um, uh, what do we think of the mo- how the movie ended? You know, we have this, this uh, uh, like almost like a strange cut. We don't know if it's ending yet. And then it goes into this radio broadcast. Yeah. Oh, right. Man. And where the movie gets even much more more distance from the events. Right. And, so, the, and, and the, doing a reenactment kind of radio. You show, mean the production the, uh, sponsored by Lucky Strike? Right. by Lucky Strike, and uh, and obviously the last line of the film said by the director of the movie, which also I gotta say, this is the first time ever that I can think of. I haven't looked up all his movies recently, that because I know he's has has had a hand in writing for sure, but in general, Scorsese doesn't write his scripts. It's funny watching him having a writing credit in this one. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm saying not funny. It's interesting. It's like Steven Spielberg. He also doesn't write his stuff. If you guys don't really. Yeah. So the last one he wrote technically was mm-hmm. silence uh, that makes sense actually um, so um it's a very personal yeah. movie with that uh, last scene mm-hmm. i was wondering if that was just because he he added it in there because maybe that's how he discovered a, like you know oh that could be a, that's he discovered the story or that could be a callback to his youth where that's how he used to get stories about these kinds of things, I don't know. He's pretty old, but I, don't know. I mean, yeah, if fucker was there. He was probably getting fucking stories through telegrams and Morse code, <laughs> <laughs> smoke signals from the Osage. Yeah, <laughs> that's bad. I know. But yes, I see your point. So I, I thought that'd be, that'd be a cool throwback, you know, to like things that something that maybe might have inspired him as a child. Because that I don't would know. Have been I mean, in the time he was around as a, youth. I mean, maybe, maybe that's a that's a good way of showing like how he first heard of the thing. That's an interesting view. Uh, I would say that it's um, what is also interesting is that it's like an, in a meta way, it's showing how this story is used for entertaining, entertainment, which a movie in itself is that too, right? A, a vehicle of storytelling to entertain you, right? Either 
marveling you or disgusting you, but, you know, keeping your attention, entertaining you, right? And I think that ending it this way, right, and uh, ending it this way is a, is like a meta viewpoint of that, right? Um, that's another way to look at it. Um, but do we think of anything else? What do you think of it, Rafa, the ending? Um, I think it just kind of like boils down to a news bulletin, a... An obituary where the murders ob- aren't mentioned. Yeah, it, it really does boil down to that. And obviously the movie's made for us to, like, don't forget. Uh, don't forget the heinous crimes that people cre- yeah. committed towards these people. Mm-hmm. Um, don't forget how we were. Don't don't lose our history. That said a lot in the movie as well. And I think it's just pronounced at the end. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think a lot of it is just in that nature. And then in... I think the way it's shot at the end, that that way is done. It's, I think it would be like this is as the story would have been told for everybody else listening to here, and it's almost like a, just a story, and it's this is this thing that happened, and that's how people were going to get the information about it. That's the that, that's the best they could have done then, and this is his retelling of it now, mm-hmm. um, is you know showing it in a movie form. So yeah. I dug it. Mm-hmm. I dug the fuck out of that actually. The way they had the everything ready for it, the typewriter, mm-hmm. the beer, the they had everything. That was fucking great. <laughs> In my yeah. opinion, the sound effects were fucking on point. Yes, they were. It was a different yeah. time back then. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I think I, I probably legit drank the beer right there. <laughs> I'd love to see the sound effects script. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. They they had all that for sure. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, powerful movie. We all clearly love it or like it a lot. And, uh, yeah, this is, again, fucked up story, a real Amer- piece of Americana that I yeah. uh, did not really know about. I'll tell you something right now. I didn't, I didn't read about this in my history book when I was... <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I may <laughs> have read in this... in Florida, will never. I may have read this in... Uh, I did read that one history book that literally talks a lot about these events, but obviously they're in chapter form and they move on because there's a lot of fucked up stuff in America. Uh, People's History of the United States, of course. I'm talking about that mo- that book. Yeah. And that's uh, for sure. I think I might have mentioned that there, but I don't remember everything. Obviously, I didn't remember this story either. Anyway, um, we're going to stop there, right? That's a good point. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. Um, okay. So that's our review of Killers of the Fire Moon. It's in, still in theaters. It'll be on Apple Play, Apple TV Plus soon. And check it out either way. We all recommend it. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to review our second film of the <coughs> evening. I know it's only the second one. Uh, what's the title, Roth? Uh Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Way different kind of movie. Stay with us. A troubled security guard begins working at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. During his first night on the job, he realizes that the night shift won't be so easy to get through. Pretty soon, he will unveil what actually happened at Freddy's. <clears throat> this is Five Night at Freddy's, or Five Nights at Freddy's. My apologies. Mm-hmm. Directed by Emma Tammy, uh, written by Emma Tammy and Scott Cawthorn and Seth Cudebeck or Kudebeck. Sure, hmm. a lot of people there. Too many. Um, this is starring uh, Josh Hutcherson. Hutcherson, sorry, I had a burp at the same time. Uh, Piper Rubio, uh, Elizabeth Lale, Matthew Lillard. Uh, Mary Stuart Matterson, and uh, that's, I mean, that's, do you need any more, I guess? Kids, kids. That's good enough, yeah. Yeah. 
There's kids. I'm going to start with this one. As my kid corrected me, this is FNAF, not FNF, because um, it's FNAF, <laughs> so, uh, which is fine. I didn't want to strangle him afterwards at all. Um, <laughs> but besides the point, no, I, I didn't. I didn't. Um, I've only played a little bit, so I'll give my quick history on it. And I think uh, we could probably all start with that. I've only played a little bit of Friday Night Freddy's. I know there's multiple games. I've only played the original. And uh, it just wasn't for me. Not that I was scared of it or anything. It just wasn't one of those games that just played. And I was like, okay, I mean, I get it. I'm over it. <laughs> right. Uh, very much so. And uh, I know people, I know that kids are very attracted to it. And I think it's just the, the toys or the, the animatronics. Yeah. The other characters in this sense. Uh, which obviously kids are attracted to it because my kid is attracted to it. This is one of the reasons I picked it because I was going to watch this regardless. Uh, big movie for my son. He wanted to watch this. He's been looking forward to it. Oh, I knew you were killing two birds with one stone with this pick. Oh, easy, easy. Yeah. I knew it. I'm going to lie to you. I know the story. I think the story was a little dragged out. I think this movie could have been 15, 20 minutes shorter easily. Um, just uh, on the sheer fact of like, there's a lot of stuff going on that I they really drag out. Um Apparently that is the lore. I did talk to somebody who actually knows how to who's played. <laughs> yeah, right? that is like the lore. That, Are you talking about our cousin. Yeah, our cousin is one of them, and uh, yeah. somebody else at work. Oh, okay, and uh, uh, corroborated the story. Uh, so it is one of those things where okay, cool. I I actually didn't mind the story overall. I think overall the movie was just okay. There wasn't anything crazy. There's uh, some really creepy looking moments. There's a really creepy. Look at stuff. I think uh, the unrated version of this movie is going to be great because it is a PG thirteen movie. But I, I wonder know how much more... they would to show. But yeah, you're right. Uh, I just think more blood or more stuff like that. Or any but blood. besides, yeah, or any blood, right? right. But I think uh, the movie. Uh, I think people comp- a lot of I heard I've, I've been reading a lot of complaints on this um, that is not as horror as expected, and I'm like, okay, like uh, they they kind of they kind of did the story. Uh, and I, like I said, I didn't even know there was a story to begin with. I thought it was all made up until someone told me, no, this is an actual story. And I was like, oh, okay. That's, that's actually, that's even cooler than, than we actually went through the story of the games right, and everything. Right. And, uh, I didn't mind it. I thought it was actually a cool story. I've seen the story before many times, um, or not many times, but I've seen like those type of story. Yeah. And, uh, I said, I thought, I thought it was fine. I didn't have any, I didn't have too many problems with the movie besides I think it could have been shorter. It should have been a little bit more on the bloody side, like, Oscar said lack of hmm. um, yeah and I think it would have been I think it would have made the movie better so I think an underrated version of this movie would be good uh, or better overall um, Luke you're itching to tell me what you think of this movie no that's just the, the 300 milligrams of caffeine I just digested oh okay cool yeah. <laughs> so you don't slam it uh, so uh, right so what did you uh, what did you think of uh, FNAF oh yeah. it was the um, <clears throat> I Close to a sitting pile of dog shit, but I don't know. Not as bad. <laughs> no, yeah, no I, I get it. Uh, that's what you feel. Too, main thing is too much character development, not enough slashing. I gave two shits about him and his sister and all that bullshit that they were dealing with and his dumb babysitter. And I don't give no fucks. Too much character development. I wanted slashing and goring I- and maybe an occasional side boob if they allowed that in the PG-13 movie. Not these days. This isn't uh, 16 Candles era. But <laughs> yep. I see your point. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, 
like I said, I, I, I too, I knew nothing about Five Nights at Freddy's. I never played it. I never touched it. I, just, I knew it existed. I, I just thought you were in some security guard in some horror video game. You never seen anyone play it. You never seen a video nope. for it. I, I think I saw like a screenshot of like you looking at some monitors or something, yeah, mm-hmm. like security monitors, and that's all I've ever known. That's most of the first. Those things, things were trying to kill you. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that's what it was going to be about. These things out for murderous rampage. And not a custody battle for your sister. <laughs> okay. Um, I, will, I will go next, I guess, and say that I can't, I almost agree with Luke. I don't like the way he puts it. I, I wouldn't, I would never say the sentence, there's too much character development. That's a good thing. For a horror movie? <laughs> for any movie. For any movie. That's what, usually a problem with horror Way movies is that we don't have enough much. of an emotional no, connection you, to the, the characters yeah, that are the, dying. Come the, on. The, the, usually I had a... I had more character development in that Jason movie where that girl just runs into the cabin and takes her clothes off before they catch him in the act of trying to kill her. Okay. That's that's more. You're literally talking about the worst version of horror movies, (laughs) by the way. (laughs) To me, that's what you're doing right now. Um, However, um, I mean, but I do feel you a little bit, even agree with you in some sense, in the sense that, like, I think this movie spends too much time on shit that itself i don't think it cares about too much or doesn't develop in any fruitful way i'll say that that um that led me to have a a better time with the movie and i always wish a movie could go harder on the hardcore on the horror i always feel that but i knew that going into this movie that it was geared not for me Geared yeah. for the PG thirteen. I mean, I knew that going. I, I, I knew that too. Yeah. Essentially, I have no problem with it because <laughs> of that reason, you know. Yeah. And uh, and so ultimately, you know, I came away with like you know, it's a fine movie. It's okay. Like I, no. I didn't have a huge problem with it. I also didn't love it because it didn't have anything huge uh, and the opposite of a problem. Uh, great things in it for me to like hang my hat on. Um, <laughs> I thought the visuals of the animatronic uh, characters yeah. was pretty cool. There's some actual creepy scenes in this movie. I think they did a good job with the, some of that stuff. I think some of that stuff writes itself almost in a weird way. Um, so, yeah, I think some of that stuff, they, they succeeded. And other stuff, they just uh, it, was, it was just okay. My real problem was um, I, the length of time that you get someone mentioned. Was that you, Rob? I did, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, it could have probably been shorter. No problem. Well, yeah, and by short, like, you don't have to show so much of the, the time away from the spot. In my, right, right. There was a lot of like, like we're sitting by the fucking river for some reason, talking about like, <laughs> okay, like cool, like we're talking about custody battle and like, do we just need to know about that? We don't need to see any of that. Like, who cares? <laughs> like, and it is, right. it is really like, there's a and lot some of these characters moments. are really cartoony in a bad way. Where like, like that's yeah. the ant, or right? That was the ant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what the uh, fuck is that? The uh, the on. lawyer, the lawyer was cartoony too. Oh, the, oh my god, that lawyer! I had a real, yeah. I was almost funny. I, I had, I, like, I felt bad for him existing because he, cause he felt like, like the lawyer or the guy from, um, what's that show with Zach Braff? Scrubs. Scrubs. You know, what I'm talking about the guy who always wants to kill himself but never does it. Yes, yes. I felt like that guy to me. I felt <laughs> like the anxiety, crazy depression machine of that guy a little bit. Um. Did I want more from the movie? Of course. Yeah. Uh, by more, I mean like something more interesting for sure. I didn't know going in. I, I didn't know about the lore. I knew there would be lore because there's like a bunch of sequels. I can only imagine they made so much shit about it. Yeah, there has to be something else that was besides a lore. Him. Like I knew by context that there was lore because 
of the mini games. I've only played the first one. Never beat it. It's actually pretty creepy. Uh, I remember I anyway. I don't remember. I haven't played it recently. But creepy enough for children to play it, or children shouldn't. Be I mean, creepy. I don't. I don't, I don't think know children if children should, be should fucking play it. Honestly, you know. <laughs> That's what I didn't get because I saw like little key, kids key. with like merch and as and I'm with like you know shirts with ready on him and i'm like should mm-hmm. you be playing this should you be right exactly <laughs> are you the kid in the call of duty lobby calling me all kinds of racial <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah, very much so right that's funny yeah it's uh, you guys want to just get into spoilers so we can just talk really i think so i mean um how's this Do any of us want to actually recommend this movie other than like to people that play the game or maybe children <laughs> Is there some crowd that we could imagine we could recommend this to before going into spoilers? I'm trying to think. I there's I no mean, crowd that I know of. Yeah. That I yeah, that I, I that I talk to. Yeah, I regret asking as soon as I said. Yeah, there's no crowd that I, I mean. If a little kid asked me what I thought about it, I'm just gonna say it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like the, I, I'm gonna say the characters looked really cool. That's what I'm gonna say. Right. Like uh, I'm gonna say what Hideo Kojima said. He found the chicken sexy. That's what he said about I th- the. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> you know that, that that's not surprising, honestly. Weirdly no. enough to say, that's not... I don't think so. Um, okay, spoilers for uh, Five Nights at Freddy's at or on at right, uh, starting right now. All right, we're gonna uh, do the short short version. <laughs> that's okay, what it feels like sorry. Yeah. No. All right, what do you want to go through first? Maybe. Um. Yeah, that's. So okay, this is the problem with this movie because it's, and I'm gonna because it's really just like, yeah, kind of just goes by the numbers, right? Yeah, I I compare it to be honest with you, and I don't know, maybe controversial for one of you two or both of you, it's in the same realm as Black Phone for me. It's okay. I'm trying to remember what your opinions were on that movie. I don't think any of us liked it. I I liked it. I I, I left with it was just an okay movie. Which is I mean, yeah. how I feel about this movie okay. as well. Okay. It's just okay. Like, it needed to do more, and it didn't do enough. Like, the moments that it doesn't double down, it doesn't double down on the right moments, in my opinion. And okay. same thing with this. It doesn't double down on the moments that it needs to. Um, I think the the jump scares that it does with showing that little toy of it, these are all just, like, little... Oh, that's little, toy. That was not good. The little Easter eggs. It was eggs funny that the first just, time, and then... It was, yeah. The little Easter eggs for, like, the for the for the people who know this franchise right yeah and, uh all of these exits and all of these cool things i i actually like the overall story of uh, there being a them there being a serial killer uh a, a child serial killer right yeah Who actually committed heinous crimes and that's why there's like and like the, the fucking souls of these things are still stuck in them and whatever the case is right yeah yeah like exactly. I think that's kind of dope, uh, the supernatural feeling, and I just feel like it should have doubled down on this on those things, and that's where the movie just I I don't know, and I I've never played the game, so no exact enough. I feel mm-hmm. like we should have been, we should have done more, we should have seen more of those things. I feel like it just touches base, and it maybe it has too much focus of like I want to do X Y and Z from X Y and Z games, and that's it, you know. And yeah. uh, I. I know that character for the cop. I guess I was told that that's like an added on character. Um, that that character doesn't exist in the games, but everything else, uh, which one? Much lower. The the cop, the, the, the cop. female. Uh, okay, I, I had a real mixed uh, feelings on her. Me too. It was just a. Like, she was. You know what she was? She was the character in the, in the, in many of these kind of movies where it, she felt like the the cigarette smoking man, but a shittier version of that from the X Files. 
Like he has all the answers. He's constantly meeting you. He never tells you shit. I feel like yeah. she's the same. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Why are you? First of all, I feel like the first reaction to meeting a new security guard at this place that you know so well, like the way that you do, uh, should be way different. And if you care about human life, then you wouldn't act this way. You, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think of her. You know, I thought it was kind of bizarre. I mean, you know. Yeah, I 100 uh, agree with you. So now, I, I don't even know, man, with her. What do you guys think of her? What's the X-Files? Sergey Smoking Man, remember? Um, oh, well, you're asking a dumb question. Never mind. I, I, I actually don't never really watch X-Files. So. <laughs> well, I mean, you were too busy watching old reruns of Star Trek. Nash. Uh-huh. Yeah. You said Nash? Mash. Oh, Mash. I thought you were going to say <laughs> Nash Bridges. And you said... <laughs> well, um, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I didn't like her from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I just like, and I guess when they explained her, I just felt like they again they didn't double down on her. They just don't double down on this movie. Like they need to like hard press. Like you can't have it both ways. She's like, oh, I'm going to be helpful, but really I'm an accomplice to all these murders of all these security guards. Like because <laughs> that's what you are. Like, it's just because it's you're like it's yeah, she is hundred uh, percent. And you're like you were going to be an accomplice too. She just happened. You just happen to have a conscience here because, oh, and then it's tied to, oh, man, you already got screwed once. Damn, I can't screw you over again. Like, it's one of those things. It really was. And it's like, oh, now you're letting your daughter get in on this? Oh, I can't mm-hmm. I can't let that happen. You know, like, or daughter, your sister. Um, my daughter, like, my <sighs> sister, my daughter. So. Yeah. I just, they they wanted to do it both ways. They wanted to have her be, be a good person and not be an evil. I just, <laughs> I just why? Why? And those are the moments where, like, the movie's just like, why? It's just like, what are you doing? Yeah, you're not wrong. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like that writer could have been written better. I guess it's not surprising to hear that she's made up for the movie, but also like, it's not like Josh Hutchinson's character was written amazingly either. You know, um, like I feel like no court system should allow him to. You know, like he's he looks like <laughs> almost homeless. Uh, uh, I'm not saying he <laughs> yeah. is, but he certainly yeah. acts that way a little. You yeah, know, he's certainly sure. not. You know, uh, you know what I mean. Like, you know, he could be better. <laughs> I don't know what to think of him, but anyway, he's not like a he's not like a slob or anything. I'm just saying that he's trying for sure. And obviously, his uh, the ant character shouldn't uh-huh. be in charge of anyone for sure. Yeah, she was a cunt. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, major. That's the one way to put it. And. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this movie is just too cartoony in the wrong parts of the film, and I feel like in the parts where it gets serious, I think it gets muted because it doesn't doesn't do a good job of um, meeting us halfway. Maybe I don't know. Uh, it sucks a little bit. Yeah, I almost wish I knew a little bit more of the source material to mm-hmm. be able to uh, not justify things, but just to be able to explain things better. But sure. sadly, that's about it. Should we play these games now? That's I mean, I'd be curious to like watch a video game, like, like a playthrough or something. That'd yeah. be fun. Uh, because ultimately, or ultimately, do I own this game? Because I, I yeah, do we all own this games that we don't know about that we I don't, don't think I do. know of? I don't know. Trying right. to look. Yeah. <laughs> wow, a franchise I actually don't own any games from on Steam. Really? <laughs> yeah. I thought they'd be free, honestly, because they're so old, right? They're like. All those games, a lot of them, or most of them, or all of them. Uh, yeah, first one either. was 2014. That sounds right, yeah. That makes sense, yeah. 
Damn, my son's older. That's crazy. <laughs> barely. Yeah, yeah barely. Still but, uh, older. Yeah. Yep, no, that counts. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I just it did leave me wanting, like, I don't know. The movie, like I said, it should have been tighter. Um, yeah. And I honestly do feel it's one of those movies where, like, a director should have stuck to its simplicity. Un- like, it yeah, I really, I really, I really do think that. And I just feel like, who cares if it's under ninety minutes or ninety minutes? Like, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Like, it's just no one's gonna care. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Again, leaving a movie wanting more is better than thinking mm-hmm. it's too long already. I lied. I own one of them. <laughs> It's a spinoff called Five Nights at Freddy's Sister Location. Oh, wow. I probably got it in like a bundle. Would you guys see a sequel to this movie? Raph, I know you have to see them, but like, would you want to? No. Uh, You know, I I can review it. I know that whenever they come out. Now I am, yeah. Would I want to? I would want to if they're they're willing to do what I asked, but for other (laughs) What you specifically ask, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they're willing to just like yeah, actually no, I get it. I get it. make I get it. it, yeah. That's all that. That's it. Uh, well, this may be a mercifully short review compared to the last one, but uh, you know, I just don't have a a whole lot. Like, I don't think the acting was any you know better. Like I said, some of the stuff was too cartoony for its own good, uh, in my opinion. Like, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna blame the horror for its level. It's PG-13. I get why they did it. I'm fine with that. Um, you can make super creepy movies. There were creepy scenes in this movie. This movie doesn't have nothing going for it. Um, it just doesn't I, have a lot going for for that's like memorable for me. Like I'm gonna forget this movie, in a month. like no problem. I'm I just can't go into it. a Chuck E. Cheese ever again. Nah, it didn't, it didn't scare e. me enough for them. Huh? Didn't scare me enough for that even. You know. I mean, I mean, I, I just, wouldn't go to them for for different reasons. I just don't want yelling children around me. Well, I mean, don't you have like a 500 feet restraining order from any Chuck E. Cheese? Right? Oh my god, that's you, Luke. You're confusing <laughs> me for you. Um, you know, and ultimately, like, yeah, parts of it were a lot of fun for sure. Like the murders, they were fun to watch overall. Uh, yeah. The building it's tension stuff was. The building tension of the stuff was okay. Like, I, I don't really know how the chairs explain that well. I don't know if uh, uh, Matthew Lillard's character as a serial killer dad and the connection, the dumb connection to to Josh Hutcherson's character and the whole dream thing. I didn't love it. I didn't like where it went. It's too tidy for its own good there. Even if it is lore, uh, I didn't like that part. Um, like it would have been way more interesting if uh, they did help them remember something that led to finding them or led to a sequel about finding the actual killer. And this is another child killer. That's yeah, that, that would have been cooler. Or it um, would have been cool if he didn't even have a lost brother and he just had like narcoleptic or like just narcoleptic or something, and he would yeah. sleep everywhere. Any anything like oh. just. Well, that's fucked up in a day. I mean, that's a, that's a whole other like, tale there. They, they, yeah. they kind of leave it open for a sequel, right? Oh, they do. Do, do they? Yeah, yeah there's a whole thing no, at the end. Of course mm-hmm. they do. Come on. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that you were kidding. Okay. I no, thought you no, forgot no. or something. Uh, so, I mean, what is this? Is this movie making money? Oh, it made money. Yeah. Fuck. Let's go. <laughs> 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 Luke is like, fuck. God damn it. Fuck. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, eighty million dollars? Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, Josh Hutcherson's going to the red carpet. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people who are young, like early twenties, or mm-hmm. who are like big into this, big, big into this. Well, yeah, this is like them growing up. This is their teenage mutant ninja turtles, or something, you know? Yeah, or uh, something like horror. Or it would be a good horror PG thirteen version of our childhood. Uh, this movie made ninety four million dollars already. There you go. See? Yeah. 
What the? It's a popular franchise. It makes sense. Yeah. Uh, no, I, and again, I'm not surprised by that. I'm just. Uh, I have no faith in our youth. That's all I'm saying. Nah, it's not that bad. But yeah, ultimately, that's where we're Listen, supposed to stay. We we're supposed to get off our lawn. We have a lot of stupid shit yeah, in the 90s. A lot of, a lot of dumb shit. Relax. Yeah, please. I will die by that Power Rangers. We have movie. ghosts in the machine. <laughs> we have Power Rangers. Yes, these are not yeah. good things. Anyway. Ivan um, Ooze was a real villain. <laughs> oh, Ivan <laughs> So bad. Um, I do I remember that. And did I mention... It's free. <laughs> I sometimes say it that way because that movie's in my skull. Um, it really is. In my it, too. It, it do be in my skull though. It's it's in there. Um, all right, we're gonna cut it there. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna review our final film of the evening, which is a horror movie titled "What uh, Night of the Hunted." Mm-hmm. Stay with us. A woman stops at a remote gas station in the middle of the night and becomes a target of a sociopathic sniper with a secret vendetta. This is Night of the Hunted, directed by Frank uh, Calfoon, written by there's a lot of, a lot of people again, uh, Ruben Avila, Cal, <laughs> really? Avila Calvo, Glenn Fryer, and Frank Calfoon, uh, starring Ruben. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Starring, uh, where are we? Uh, uh, Camille Rowe, uh, J. John Beeler, and we're gonna say Manaya Abdul Rahim. Good job. Oh, and uh, Jeremy Scipio. Yep, cool. So, uh, I think the last one here left to go first is Luke. Luke, yes, what did you think of Luke the the Puke? do it it was okay yeah it was fine it's too very it's too much it's too timely i think too timely like the, the things that the reference they reference in this movie like with pandemic and conspiracies and all this stuff Mm-hmm. I think in a couple years or a couple decades, it's not going to have a lot of relevance. I mean, you're describing a lot of horror movies. That's what they do. They mark the time, right? Mm, not really. <laughs> Kids going to camp and trying not to really? bone each other. Again, you're just you're, again you're stuck on the Jason you're thing. I don't know why. Stuck on Jason. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, he's, he's only seen one movie, a horror movie, <laughs> and it's fucking Jason. <laughs> And he was on his phone the whole time, too. <laughs> That's why I never counted that movie, but I've seen the other Jasons. Well, seen, but you, can't, you keep referencing seen, them like you're a fucking expert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's seen the spinoffs of Jason movies or other slashers mm-hmm. at, at camps. First of all, there are so many examples to the contrary of what the fuck you're saying. But because there's a lot of mo- movies, horror movies, basically, they do comment on society, especially on that day and age. 100% they do that a, hundred, a lot of times. Romero did that. You know, Ooh. a lot of them do that. A lot of bad ones too. A lot of bad ones. Ghost in the Machine, a classic example. I always go for that one. It was my bad movie. Never heard of it. Well, I know it, and it's real. And trust me, <laughs> trust me. Um, you know, and uh, I mean, you guys saw that one mall, shopping mall, shopping mall is a little bit shopping of that too. mall. You know, uh, there's a lot of stuff like that. So <clears throat> anyway, I'm just saying that there's the timeliness. I, I don't feel it. 
I get what you're saying. I don't see why that's a problem, though. Why do you think that's a problem? Uh, I just felt too much on the nose. It's like, oh, we have a what is she, a, a drug representative. No, not a drug representative, like a social media marketing person for a drug company. And some... Deranged, some will say that a drug representative. <laughs> uh, <laughs> someone, and she's obviously left-leaning. This guy is like right-leaning conspiracy theory person. Whoa, whoa, whatever. whoa. What made you say that? Him? <laughs> Okay. So, but also, is it strange to know that a lot of uh, shootings in reality have been this kind of people? <laughs> I mean, how is that? How is that too timely? That's perfect, right? Isn't that what horror? Yeah, is? I, I feel like you're complaining if you watch this about in like thirty years. People are like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" It's like you complain the fact that this could really happen because it's really real. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think anyone's gonna be like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" I think it's gonna be like, "Wow, that must have been crazy times," or that must have been something in the time. Well, oh, that will be the, the the positive wave in the future. We think like, What's man, a gas station back then. <laughs> or, or that. Charge up What's, Tesla. It's a gas station. <laughs> it's where you. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, all the Seven Elevens or whatever <laughs> they turn into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, I see the point. I don't like, find that as a problem, but okay. Obviously, minimal plot. Just there, you got to. It's just talking between her and him, and you know, some action scenes of getting off and people, other people, you know, getting in the the line of fire and getting killed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it it felt like that. Um, what was that? That war movie with John Cena, like the I think it was the Wall. Never saw it. Never saw it. I'm pretty sure we reviewed it. Nah, pretty sure we didn't. The wall, the no. wall. Yeah, no. I know Pink Floyd's the wall. I know the Great I, Wall. I yeah. We I, we did wall, review, We did we did a review Great that Wall. At is the Great Wall, we did not review. We no, didn't I don't think anyone Floyd. saw it. The sniper movie, The Wall. I'm Never I'm gonna sh- I'm pretty sure we. Maybe did. you saw it and you talked about it. I'm yeah. pretty sure I saw it with you. Guys. With your other Mexican friends. I'm pretty sure you saw this on your own <laughs> with your other Mexican friends. <laughs> Give me an IMDb, man. Why am I getting... Wait. Why are we getting a wiki? What's wrong with you? Yeah, This is a Pink Floyd up. I, I don't know why. I. <laughs> that's not the page I'm on, but yet that's... You the, fucked up, son. Uh, yeah. Anyways. This is... Um, it didn't anyways. capture... No, what the hell keeps taking me to the wall? <laughs> it's not what I'm pasting. <laughs> Does this movie even exist, Luke? Are you okay? Right. Anyways. Have you been inhaling too much dust over there? Uh, I'm gonna tell you my my two cents are the beginning of the, or impressions of the movie. Um, yeah, I do agree with you with the whole like um, it is like it's just it just bludgeons you with being on the nose. That's really what it is. It just it just hits you like everything current right now that has to do with anything, and you're like okay, but that's all it does. It's not, I don't I don't see it as a bad thing. Um. But besides that, I feel like, um, and I don't know, I feel like the movie, and I, and I, I felt like this right away in the movie, it was all done uh, purposefully, and it was all done purposefully for, just for, for him to get something, like payback on somebody, right? But really, there's, it didn't like, it didn't matter because it doesn't matter for anybody except for him. Like who's gonna care anyway? And I feel like because of that is like what was the point of almost that? So it is. I do leave the movie overall just like it's just eh, it's just 
there's nothing great. There's nothing crazy about it. There's nothing amazing about it either. It's just, it's just, eh. I'm not like horrendously off of it, but <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, there are some cool scenes in my opinion. Uh, there's some cool stuff, but also just goes to prove like it was all planned. And I don't know how you guys thought the movie was all planned, the whole thing. But uh huh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Raf, are you ready for your mind blown? Yeah. So it's... I do remember this movie, The Wall. Well, so first yeah. of all, I do remember it. Two American soldiers are trapped by a lethal sniper with only an unsteady wall between them. It's a war film. Um, and I just looked at our website, episode twenty-four. Luke picked it. You know why I know Luke picked it? Because we reviewed Roxifon. <laughs> it was our <laughs> anime's marathon. Oh, wow. Our very first marathon, I think it was. That's insane okay. that we reviewed this movie. And I completely forgot, not only that I've seen it, <laughs> but that we reviewed it. I got, I'm watching Luke's not wrong. Give me a second. I'm I hate, his, right I hate this sentence, but Luke is not wrong. I Hold hate on, the sentence see. with every fiber right. of my being. I'd rather be shot by a sniper rifle walking into a gas station. Anyway, how much uh, product placement do you think? Oh, that's why I don't remember about this because John Cena basically dies the whole thing. You think he dies, but he's just injured. Yeah, I don't remember the movie. I remember visual. I just saw looking at the poster of it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that movie now that I see now that I'm watching. Yeah, now that (laughs) it looks familiar, right? I just don't remember John Cena in any war movie. That's the, I, don't that's that movie. I, don't, I don't remember any of that movie until I saw the... <laughs> I mean, I'm watching the trailer, and I'm like, yeah, it seems familiar. <laughs> we fucking review this movie, Rob. Anywho, what do you guys think? 188, guys. Anyway, Rob, uh, Luke, what are you saying? The product placement in this movie. That's what I felt it was. Like, we're going to put a bunch of products in here. I thought it was great. Pay for this movie. Like, what was it? I'm trying to remember. Every, every product out there. <laughs> Okay, like there was like a lot of like beef ravioli, and like I think it was like hunt stuff and stuff. You mm, could tell, oh, like, yeah. oh, that's real stuff. And then you look at the fucking fake shit on the other side of the shelf. You're like, what the fuck is that? Canned turkey? What? Yeah. Oh yeah, Canned Turkey Corporation. They're making a lot of money these days. <laughs> killer, <laughs> killer money. Like, I thought um, that's what it was. This movie was a fucking ploy just to sell hunts stuff. <laughs> yeah, because that's just money making movie right here. No, it's not. <laughs> Trust me, they had to ask permission to put that, not the other way around. Um, I was going to say, uh, so um, that problem, Luke, I never had that. I never even thought of it, that being on the nose. Not even once did I think of it. Not because I, I think this is just a normality of horror, first of all. And secondly, it was so blasé that I didn't, I didn't consider it. Like, I, um, this movie is a gimmick movie. It's a gimmick. Yeah. Uh, it is like phone booth. Remember that phone movie? Yes. Remember phone booth? Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I love how you always bring up phone booth every like fine. every third episode. I think. <laughs> no, I don't. You're such an exaggerator. <laughs> I'm pretty fine. See, fine, dude. No, I'm... no, no, okay, hold on, hold no. I'm gonna every... bring up Liberty Stand Still. I'll bring up that movie. <laughs> how about that? You, I, <laughs> you're... kid, ask your parents. You're, 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 you're I'm just, just gonna, gonna think say for Colin Farrell. How's this every two months? How about that? It's every three episodes for sure. Uh, fuck you. Now I want to bring it up on purpose every episode. Uh, That's fine. I don't care. Yeah, sure. Um, it's like Luke with the Trekkie thing. I'm not like a phone boothy guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'm not Look, a phone you're the head. Old, old one last call or one more minute booths. or what's that other movie? One last call? I don't know. What's that I other movie that, that came out? I don't know. What the fuck are you talking about? Anyways, continue. Sorry. So this, very, this movie is very gimmicky like those movies. And... Um, it uh, unfortunately it doesn't like it doesn't have 
I feel like the problem with a lot of uh, modern horror, or maybe just in general horror, like any kind of run-of-the-mill horror, any kind of horror that isn't uh, a big temple thing or a big uh, money-spending thing, or like a like a, a brand new concept or spin on things, like the Final Girls or whatever, you know, uh, any movie that isn't those, but it's a gimmick like this movie. I feel like their biggest problem, and this is most of them, you know, even from this year. The biggest problem is that they don't know how to end their movies. And I get it. It's hard to get past the gimmickiness of it. Like, you present the gimmick, you have all these tense scenarios. Some of them work, some of them maybe don't. And this movie's the same. I feel like some of that tension stuff was cool. I thought the umbrella thing was going to be better, but it was just okay. There's an umbrella scene in the movie. Uh, but she's trying to hide and maneuver her way out of the gas station. There's a real dumb scene later on in the movie where, like, you know, things could have changed for the better, but she doesn't take it. I thought that was kind of dumb. Um, but ultimately, the movie's not rife with dumb decisions. She's trying, whatever, you know. And there's a lot of back and forth talking. And I feel like the gimmick of the movie is that this guy is so mysterious that he gives you all these points that that, that we don't know why he's doing it. There could be many reasons. He may have cited one of the reasons, but ultimately the movie doesn't matter. It doesn't care or the movie doesn't care enough to give you like that doesn't care enough. That's not right. It's like the movie couldn't find a good reason to have a sniper in the middle of the night in the middle of nowhere in a gas station, you know? Sure. Like I felt kind of weird and dumb. And I feel like they wrote themselves into a problem at the script level before they even started filming. And, uh, and I feel like they didn't know what to do with it. And that goes with the ending, which, again, I'm not going to spoil yet. But, um, you know, and I feel like, uh, like the movie was okay because of it. It was okay. It was fun to watch overall. I didn't, like, uh, I wasn't, like, immediately bored by it or anything like that. Like, the, I didn't think uh, the, this main actress, main character was that compelling. But she wasn't boring either, you know. Um, like, I feel like things progressed okay. Until the ending, like I said, the, the movie didn't know what to do. They introduced a new danger in the third act that I didn't like. I felt was a cheap shot. Me too. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's roughly what I think. And it's not much. <laughs> no, know? yeah. Sadly. The other movie I was talking about, though, for phone booth is Cellular. <laughs> Cellular? That's a horror movie. That's a zombie movie. Oh, that's Cell. Never mind. That's Cell. <laughs> My bad. Did you just put it up? Yep. Okay. Keep talking someone while I look at her. Yeah, so... Um, did I see this one? I don't remember. Yeah, you did. Uh, Fuck the you. issue. Did we, it too? did we review this movie, too? Uh, I don't know if we did or not. <laughs> 2004? Um, oh, no, no, it wouldn't have been no, no, we aren't reviewing no, those. No. We can next year, Marathon. Oh, God. Yeah, get picked this. So I, I did have a question for you guys. Though. Did you guys did, did you guys think uh, he set it up right the whole thing? Did you guys think that set up what the killing? Yeah, the situation. Yes. Oh, yes. You know why, right? Because he's a nut job. No, because the gas tank was shut off. The gas tank had a hole in it before yeah. it started. Right. Oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the more obvious reason? Now, next question. Okay, now, well, let's see. Yeah, no, 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 no. The more obvious reason for later. I think uh, you guys want to get to spoilers because my next question oh, is yeah, okay. spoilers. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, we basically just went there. Anyway, we're right spoilers over. for, uh, what's it called? Yeah. <laughs> Night of the Hunted, starting now. 
I almost call this movie Prey 2, The Hunting. <laughs> um, oh my God. So, okay, my next question is, do we think it was the gas attendant before? Hank, Hank or Henry or whatever the fuck he was? Something was it. Hank was it Hank? I, I think it was Henry. I think it was five letters. I think it was Henry, yeah. Who, she sees the box that the guy, like, had obviously, like, left, got got fired, quit, whatever the case was. What box? I think this? so. Because... There was know. a box that uh-huh. she goes through, she's rummaging through things behind the American flag, right? American. Mm. Um, that she goes through, and she sees, like, somebody's uh, articles, like, left behind. Like, like as if, like, the guy no longer works there anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, to collect for Hank or Henry. I forgot the guy's name. Yeah, you're right. And it was a picture of him and his nephew or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I only say nephew because there was a bug that said world's greatest uncle or something like that. Um, again, okay. yeah. context clues. But, and I feel like any other movie and or any other protagonist seeing this would have been like, are you Hank or are you Henry or whatever the fuck your name is? Right? And like, just call it out. And she never did. And we just like, it's like just there for no reason. Is there for like either us? Yeah, this audience. movie has an air of mystery that it doesn't need. It doesn't need, right? Exactly. And it's just like, who cares? Like, if she's going to die, what does it matter? Like, I think if it started developing a mystery on the angle, Rob chose to record this. Like, what's he hiding underneath him? Underneath where the camera is yeah. showing. You know, like, what? Like, unnecessary. You know? Yeah, there's also some, there's also some shots in the movie where I thought. He couldn't make those shots, or he, if he has the angle for it, why isn't he making those shots? Um, like, yeah, he like has, with yeah. his, it's like a cat playing with the mouse before that that's one what I scene. Thought it was that was the one scene that did for, for real, was that I think, um, especially when they choose that, uh, the second guy that comes in, yeah, to the oh, that's for sure playing, yeah, yeah, um, because I think she lets him talk and stuff a little for a bit too, yeah, um. And then, uh, is there another scene after that? I'm trying to remember what scene you guys are referring to. Well, like, me, it was before the guy comes in mm-hmm. where uh, the his, uh, her, her boyfriend or whatever the fuck he is uh, walks into the, the place and she goes for the phone. She goes to, she goes for the phone for the, his phone or she goes to see if he's got his stuff mm-hmm. on him. And he, he, shoot, he shoots her he shoots him, sorry, say like through the neck, like, and he shoots him. He shoots him later, like in that side when he when he tries to get when she tries to get close to him, where the body was. And I'm like, you didn't have an angle before, and I felt like it was like you didn't have an angle before there. Why do you have an angle now? And I'm like, so are yeah. you just like letting that go at all times? Like you're just trying to like toy with her? Like, well, I feel like the same way. I think that answer. The, so like that your, question- your precision is good enough. To she She's, throws, yeah, these, I mean, yeah. she throw well, she throws these. It's good and fast. She throws these chips in the air, and you shoot them immediately. And the right? phone was that precision, also the phone. Like, yeah, the phone is like really that. precise. All these things are really yeah. precise. Like, you're obviously, you're obviously like capable of shooting. When she uh, runs back to the gas station, which is the part where I like, why aren't you just leaving? Go in any direction, the opposite. Yeah. You'll be right. fine as long right. as your your back is to the building. You'll be fine Zig-zag. for a long enough time. It's too dark for him to see you. Like, what's the big problem here? That's our first fucking. That was the part I was dumb. Yeah, that was the part I was talking about. What I could, the Prometheus. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's many movies, but yeah, there's a dumb. That's a dumbass fucking thing. I didn't buy it at all. And uh, and uh, uh, you know when she comes back in, he shoots her in the leg. 
clearly doesn't want to kill her. Yeah. Because by, the movie established that he's a, a, a fucking dead shot. Yeah, I, the, right. Now, you know. and, I, and I feel like the first shot, or especially, I mean, I think the first shot when she gets shot. At least I hope the movie's trying to make me think that he wasn't ready to kill her and it wasn't like, oh, he missed, you know. Yeah, I just. He wanted his story told. Yeah, but he doesn't. That's, he says he doesn't. That's the problem. Who? Nobody, yeah. Right. Now when he goes down there to try to kill her, there's no story. Yeah, it's just. Right. There's no manifesto um, here, you know? Yeah, hey, there's a lot of that. Question. With that billboard, what did you first read when you saw it? God is nowhere. I think everyone probably reads it as nowhere. Yeah. Did you read it as God is now here? No, God, no. <laughs> God, no. God, now. God, now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very weird. Uh, God, God. <laughs> why did you want to read it as God is not here? Did you no, read it like it, that? It's okay like, if you did. At first, I was just like, wait, yeah. why, why is, I was like, why is there a Bible saying God is not not here? Or, and it took mm. me a while. I was like, oh, that's not what it says. Nah. <laughs> oh, no, God is nowhere. Sorry. No. Oh, okay. I was God like, I was like, did you not see the W? <laughs> Wait, that doesn't make sense. What the hell did it say? Yeah, no, you're good. Yeah. And it was like, it took me a while. I guess uh, uh, my mind also, went there first. I, I do feel like, since we're already spoilers, but like, I do feel like at the end, like, has she just lived like 10 more minutes? Like, all these truckers were going to come anyway. Like, <laughs> she was so close to like sunrise. Yeah, at what point do you just wait it out? Right. Also, another, also, also, like, you're, you're, you're going after the lock to get through this garage. Mm-hmm. Like the easiest thing to do is go for the hinge where the where the lock is connected to. That's so much weaker than the lock. Why would you yeah. go for the strongest part? 100%, 100%. I just don't understand. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> she gotta go back to school. I don't know. She's gotta do something. <laughs> I mean, you can't teach common sense. That's what I hear. That's fucking true. At least that's there's what a, like, I feel. I just yeah. And uh, another. Another thing that I do fault the movie for because she she does play injured really well, really a lot in the beginning, and the moment she glues it up, it's like, oh, my arm works great now, mm-hmm, and I'm yeah. like, but that's not how it works. You're still that, that kind of movie logic. I'm okay with uh, so overall. It, overall, I'm okay with it too. But it's like at one point you're like, okay, whatever. Like I let it slide too, you know. I mean, I we saw an extraction a- too. He got healed when he was determined, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I always, I always give that to uh, what was that? Uh, what's that thing that uh, that uh, people get? Adrenaline. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah I always, sure. I always uh, tune that to adrenaline. So I always go, oh, okay, that's just the adrenaline kicking in. So I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did anyone but, expect uh, maybe the to be to to be a, an explosion in the gas station? Dude, I was hoping for one so bad. Like, <laughs> I expected one too. No. Obviously, I wanted to buy it. They didn't have that Michael Bay that. budget, though. No, I guess not. No, they no. did not. Um, I mean, bullets don't do that, so we should get that there. But movies logic do that. So. Oh, I did. So, so I saw this with my wife, and I did see uh, <laughs> where the guy was uh, just chilling in the car, like waiting. Uh-huh. He's like, you know, I was like, that's unrealistic. I go, any guy would have been like, where the fuck is she? Man? <laughs> the fuck is taking her so long? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Any guy would have been like, yo, what the fuck? Like yeah, he wouldn't be car. chilling to music. Like, it's just, it was too chill, too long of a time. Mm-hmm. Like, time is too much going, there's too much time going on. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I like uh, the one other guy, his car does decline, like, fuck this. Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. And how he, how he said, like, oh, had he had a better credit score, he would have been dead. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go figure. Um, or I thought he was gonna walk in like uh, like card declined because uh, the machine. So I thought that properly. I really <laughs> thought was... the movie was uh, being smart with that one guy that he let go. The one, the guy with the card declined because I thought his point was just to kill people. Yeah, because he's angry, and and yeah. the fact that they, they, they did he didn't. I thought it lent more to being a personal thing, and the movie chose to not give us anything on it. Yeah, there's a, there's a quite a few pro- moments like that, and that's why I hated. I mean, I didn't like the ending at all because Neither like the movie chose to regiment like rigidly stick to this uh, mystery thing on it. Like we don't know. It's almost like the briefcase in um, Ronin, but that was fun. Um, like it wasn't pivotal to know, you know. Yeah, it was or just something we all. Phone booth and phone booth. <laughs> Kids, ask your parents what a phone booth is. Um, um, yeah, thanks. You can. Uh, I was gonna say the briefcase in Pulp Fiction also works that way too. Um, but again, that's fun. You know, it's fun not to know. This is not fun at all. This is so dumb. Like, why? Why did he cut the? Why did he trap these guys here? To he set it up. So, like, why? Right. Like, does he? Does uh, why, what does it matter to us? Why, why is it important for the audience to guess at that? Yeah. Rather than we finding out. I don't see it. I don't think these guys know what they were doing necessarily on a, on a story level here. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, it's a really kind of big mistake for me, you know, um, that it doesn't get that, you know? I don't know what they were hoping for when they made I mean, it. You, you assume when people are making a movie, it's a passion project, they do it not because they have to, no one's trying to do it. They're doing it because they have a story to tell, they have something in them. All movies, most movies, if not all movies, are like this, guys. I want to know what drove them to these decisions. You know, this is one of those movies that makes me wonder, like, what were they thinking when, like, what were they hoping for? What kind of reaction they were hoping for? I, I honestly think they... They got what they wanted to say out. They just didn't know how to actually deliver it properly. Um, and it was, yeah, the, the very topical theme of, you know, nowadays. And, yeah. You know? Yeah, I guess that's the most commentary-ish part there was when he was writing about that. I, like, I think, it, I think it got out. It just, like I said, it's just, why did you have to do it like that? <laughs> just, I feel like that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to do a thing about, you know, we, we could make it into, like, this kind of horror thriller movie, you know? Cool. But I just feel... They were like, ah, we'll get to the details later. And I'm like, no, the details matter. You need to get to that now. Um, and they just didn't yeah. get around to like I mean, that. even if they if they had given us answers and they were all about that, I mean, I'm not saying that it would have made the movie that much better, but it definitely wouldn't leave me hanging in such a bad way, you know? Um, it would have made the movie less worse, not exactly better. No, I agree. I agree. Um, otherwise, what do you think of her performance? She's carrying the whole movie, you know, overall. Um there's some moments where she has like this, like oh, I'm so tired of this guy that she plays like <laughs> yeah. really well, and, and there's yeah. and there's other moments where I'm just like you're you're doing too much, but hmm. so she was fine. Could this movie have been more hardcore in a way that we don't realize, or not really? I mean, just a guy with a gun, right? I mean, he could so have far. killed off more people somehow. Well, that's just a body considering count. the tagline is everyone's a target, the kid should have died. The guy who got escaped yeah. should have died. Yeah. Um, that's true. You're right. You're more right there. Yeah, that, that tagline yeah, is but... making it worse for the movie. <laughs> no, and it should have been all like, again, they're, they're, and I get the guy why he left, like why he let him go. That's fine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
but the girl, he should have been like, I'm gonna do it like as the the most inopportune time with like for her, like just to prove a message, like I'm doing this. This is all that falls on you, kind of thing, you know? mm-hmm. kind of thing. But they even they didn't even want to do that because they just didn't want to kill a kid. And you're like, well, that sucks. Yeah. So, in my opinion, he was yeah. a good uncle through and through. Yeah, what did yeah. you think about that whole like weird thing at the end where like they both were trying to save her in a weird way, but like, huh? And like, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you now, or you're okay now, and like I'm gonna save you, and now one became like the villain at the end kind of thing mm-hmm. by killing mm-hmm. it in her eyes, and it was yeah. weird. It was like a yeah. weird thing. I didn't I felt like I was like, What? <laughs> I literally was like, What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I also Thought like was the movie thinking it was clever or like also mysterious by not showing the guy's face and having it crushed in a way where we would never see his face anymore. <laughs> I mean, they, they were trying to be clever yeah. about something. They were doing something there. I'm like, I don't know why. Why? Um, anyway, that is all I have on the movie. Anything else? Mm. That's all I got. All right, no worries. Uh, that is our review of uh, Night of the Hunted. Uh, currently on Shutter. If you're interested, check it out there. They have a lot of good horror movies on there. Um, they also do a lot of recent stuff, a lot of indie stuff. You should definitely check it out for that stuff. I mean, indie independent movies should be definitely uh, hailed in some way. Watch more often, for sure. These are passion projects, even if we don't like them. You know? um, all right. That is it for our review of that movie. We're, that is it for our show. You have been listening to another movie podcast. Said that very very baseball radio host. Um, don't forget that we come out every other Wednesday. Um, next time I am picking the movies. Is it the last time I get to pick movies before the end of the year? I think it might be. Um, my movies are uh, three. I think three very different movies. We're gonna review uh, Marvel's last film of the of this of the year that the uh, last of their new release. Uh, releases. Uh, we're going to review the Marvels. And that's going to come out uh, obviously everywhere in theaters very soon. I think the week that this uh, episode comes out. Um, so check that out. And then we're also going to review David Fincher's latest film, which almost came out of nowhere. Um, I almost missed it. It's in theaters, but very limited. And it's not limited. It's uh, in like independent art house theaters right now. It's called The Killer, and I believe it stars Michael Fassbender. I know nothing about it other than the fact that David Fincher directs it, and he is teaming up with the writer that wrote Seven. And this might be their second team up ever. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I just know that that guy did it. Um, anyway, so check that out. The Killer is going to be uh, also on Netflix, streaming on Netflix by the time the next that show is due. Um, and last but not least, also on Shudder, uh, we're going to review a horror movie from Argentina called When Evil Lurks. A movie that I already saw, I mentioned in my recent discoveries. I will watch again for the review because I think it's that good. It's fun. Um, but keep your kids at bay from this movie, I would say. Nah, let them watch it. You don't have kids. So you can watch a, a Serbian film. Well, I would say Serbian is more, it's worse only because it's more purposely graphic. This movie is much more sinister than it is graphic. You know but what anyway. That movie was mentioned in a podcast I listened to, and I was like, what the fuck? Uh, why, why, what the fuck? I don't know. People should not know about this movie. Why not? I mean, I mean, I don't think it's a good movie. Yeah, it's just there to be shocking shocks. It's just shock value. Yeah. Anyway, 
those are the movies. Until next time, guys. I am Oscar. And Luke. And Ralph. See you later. <laughs>